0: welcome to the Dead taco podcast i'm your host chris and today i'm joined by nick and calvin and today we've gathered to talk about the 2015 american found footage horror comedy the visit directed by m night Shyamalan. uh so you guys both went into this blind right yeah
1: yeah definitely blind
0: you had no like recollection of it never heard of it yeah. You sent, I, me, uh,
1: you sent me the trailer and like uh, that that bought me in because like the first time I saw Catherine Hahn the, she's the lady from Step Brothers who you know that has that scene where she goes in the bathroom and
0: I was <laughs> wondering where that bitch was from because I seen her thing she was from Step Brothers that's who that was yeah yeah and I, I was
1: all in after I saw that ever since she humped that dude in the bathroom I, I so she's
0: in. he's talking about the uh, the mom character from The Visit she was the uh, the lady from Step Brothers that was trying to bang Will Ferrell right um
1: Oh, the other or no it was
0: uh, i can't think of the other guy's name but the other guy um now i remember when this came out bro uh i actually saw it like as it was fucking coming out because i remember it had a big social media push it was one of the first movies that i saw on like um facebook that was like advertised heavy as fuck like in the trailer it was like the whole thing where the lady's like can you clean the oven please that was like the big marketing campaign for it and i was like yo this looks fucking insane so I think I saw it like on Redbox or something right when it came out in 2015.
1: I don't know what happened to me then because I don't remember this movie. I don't remember the marketing. <clears throat> I don't remember the trailer. I don't remember anything from it. So. Oh,
0: dude, it was gassed up like crazy, and this is before like Facebook group pages and shit. So this shit was just like pushed really hard. I remember.
2: Okay. I don't even, even recall ever seeing this movie on Facebook at all. Yeah. Did yeah. I recall any trailers or anything? Maybe I just don't. I play too many video games. Did something. it make it to <laughs> theaters?
0: I don't think it did because I would have saw it at the movies, I think. I saw it at Redbox. So it was already like a straight-to-video. Maybe that's why you guys hadn't seen it.
1: Ah. I can see why it went straight-to-video. Yeah, yeah, Just saying, but <laughs> let's keep
0: going. So obviously everybody's familiar with M. Night Shyamalan, right? Yes. Fucking, he was huge and he's still huge today. But I think his big thing was like late 90s, mid-2000s stuff, right?
1: Yeah, because he had uh, signs early on. And then he went in and had that movie where they I think it's called The Village.
0: The village, the happening, uh, and then um, Unbreakable
1: as well. He had a huge run where he was like one of the most famous like horror directors out there. Oh
0: well, yeah, dude! After the Sixth Sense, he went on like God mode.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sixth Sense was his blowout, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, he's had some terrible movies after that. You uh, guys aware yeah. of them?
1: Um, I know one because I just finished watching this on Netflix. I love Avatar: The Last Airbender, man, and I didn't even see the movie just because of all the visceral hate I've heard about it.
0: Because it was dog shit, sir.
2: So. <laughs> was a waste of time.
0: It was like, uh, they, people complained because it was whitewashed. I don't give a fuck who played it, bro. They could have had all black kids play that, fucking Avatar kids. And, uh, but it was just really bad effects, really bad martial arts, goofy-ass story. And also, the guy they had play uh, Zuko was, uh, he's this, uh, the guy from Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, really? Yeah, the main guy from Slumdog Millionaire was Zuko, bro. And it just did not fit at all for me.
1: I feel like Zuko needs to be like a badass dude who can like look like he can fight or something. That guy doesn't. Look no, like No, he, he didn't fight. even
0: cut his hair like that, bro. He <laughs> just had—he was just the guy from Slumdog Millionaire. It looks like a uh, Indian guy that works at a call center. Damn. Yeah.
1: I feel like it happens where people kind of hit a hot streak, and like I, Ben Affleck when he got Batman, like to direct it. Like you kind of like hit the hot streak, and then you take a step where you just can't handle it. Like it's just one step where you're just like, man, like I'm waiting over my head, and I have a movie that. It's just not going to go well. I think that's what happened to a lot like a lot during.
0: Yeah, I think that's the the that's the downside of like starting out fucking on fire. Is it's really hard to keep that flame burning?
1: Yeah, so you got to have that matter respect for like Quentin Tarantino people that just don't the guy base. who
0: just consistently puts out bangers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but uh, not nah, like I was saying. He had another one called uh, After Earth. Like that's supposedly like that's. I'm trying to paint the picture of what it was like before he put out this film. He did a movie called After Earth with Will Smith and Jaden Smith. You guys seen that?
1: I didn't know who directed it, but I had just seen trailers. And never seen the movie.
0: People didn't like it, bro. I thought it was okay. Like, is it some <laughs> instant classic? No, but it was decent. And uh, so apparently he was like, he had done The Happening. A lot of people didn't like The Happening, but I fucked with The Happening.
2: The Happening was dope. I like The Happening. Never
1: saw that happening, honestly.
0: It's the one where uh, people, the trailers show, where people are just spontaneously, it's a disease where you commit suicide, like in mass numbers, they people do.
2: Jumping off the roof. Motherfuckers
0: oh, falling off buildings. People are like jumping into animal enclosures in the zoo.
2: Ran over by lawnmowers. All, every fucking yeah. suicide you can imagine. <laughs> it's like a public, uh, it's like
0: instead of COVID, bro, people are committing suicides, like in public. Bro, we still wouldn't wear masks. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be messing that up, too.
0: fucking bro. <laughs> But, nah, so, like I said, those critically aren't well-received movies. I fucked with them outside of uh, Avatar, but... So, it's 2015. I think he got a budget of, like, $8 which, I mean, in Hollywood terms, and for how big of a director he is, that's, you know... Seriously, it's nothing. Right. So, he did that, and it's... I didn't know this was a found footage movie. I forgot this was found footage. Did you guys... How would you guys feel about found footage movies? I'm usually
1: cool with it, though. It kind of takes me out a little bit, because... You know, I've been working with, like, video stuff before, and I just, like, you can't be, like, running with a camera and a shot be that good. I I hate that aspect of it.
3: Yeah. Because, like, Blair Witch
1: was, like, the whole movie was just, like, you're, like, on a like the the Timberwolf, dude. You're shaking. And it was, like, kind of, like, did that to you. But this movie and other found footage movies kind of do the thing where it's supposed to be found footage, but it's, like, not.
0: Fucking clear as day.
2: Yeah. You know, like, stuff like that kind of annoys me. I think uh, that she's going to be a great documentarist.
0: Ah, bro. She, yeah. I kept thinking that every time when she was talking in the background, like, "Oh, this is definitely M Night Shyamalan holding the fucking camera because this is beautiful."
2: And then we got Tyler, the creator, in there. You know, the rapper.
0: Yeah, the, yeah.
2: That—that's the most well, uh, scariest part of the movie. Is him rapping?
0: He's got heart, bro.
2: I give him that. He does have heart, man.
1: I, feel, I don't know if we're going to get to this, but I felt bad for the, the guy on the Amtrak train that had to sit with the kids and just listen to him rap, and he'd like pretend he was into it because his job is to get the kids to this station. <laughs> He's just listening to this little dude rap.
0: It uh, was his job, bro. I thought he was just some creeper just chilling with these kids.
1: <laughs> I thought that for a second, but I know like when you like bring a kid on a plane, you can give him to like the flight attendant, and they make yeah. sure they get there, which Someone's I'm hoping be. is at his job
0: yeah yeah but no i was more uh i think the sound more takes me out of it like this sounds fucking incredible for just (laughs) being a camera like and there's no like nobody's mic'd up or anything yeah there's not even a
1: little boomstick or anything on the camera like (laughs)
0: nothing but uh no so aside from that um is there anything you guys would compare this to
2: I think that it has uh, certain scenes you could compare, as when she tells her to get in the oven, you mm-hmm. know, uh, hands-on griddle. She's fattening them up, always feeding them, and then uh, throws in the hands-on griddle thing, and wants them to get in the oven. I, I would never get <laughs> in the oven. If someone told me to get in the oven to clean it, I wouldn't do that.
1: Dude, this reminded me of a lot. Um, I don't know if you've seen this movie. It's called The Orphan. It's um Have you seen that with Vera Farmiga? She's the main character, and
0: oh yeah, they adopt a kid that. I don't What's know. wrong with Esther?
1: Well, yeah. What's wrong with Esther? You know. So it's one of those movies where like you know something's wrong pretty early on, but you don't have any proof that something's actually wrong, and so you're kind of trying to figure out what's wrong the whole movie. And so I, that's why I compare it to like The Orphan because it's one of those where you're just kind of like trying to figure out what's wrong with a single in this in our case two characters. But
0: that's actually a really good comparison because I mean, similar to this movie and that one, there's a twist. <laughs> and uh like what calvin said is like it's uh hansel and gretel it's definitely got the witch theme going on very hag haggardly imagery and shit yeah. so it is a good comparison um and how would you guys summarize this movie without spoiling it
1: how would i summarize it just like completely like- this is
0: something i like doing i like just putting people on fucking on the spot <laughs> go i would
1: say this this movie's like just it's a it's a lesson on why you need to video call people before you be sending your kids to people's <clears throat> houses. Dude, that's what it is. It's just like you ain't seeing someone in in forever. Like you need to you need to get on video with them and have a little more detail in your planning if you're gonna
2: send your kids somewhere. I mean, I think if you getting into a fight with your grandparents, you're not just gonna you're getting into a fight with your parents, and then after a such a long time, we want to see your kids. Ah, go ahead. There's no problem there.
0: Yeah, it's weird, though, isn't it? Because it was like she thought it was her actual parents. So, like, it's not like a complete stranger, but it is at the same time.
1: But I think it was. I think up until a point, it was the actual parents that she was communicating with. I don't want to spoil anything yet, but.
0: I don't even know, man. Like, possibly. Like, for some reason, the beginning of it's kind of a blur for me. So you guys might be filling me in on that. (laughs) Yeah. But no, um, I guess the way you'd sum it up is... Uh, two kids go and meet their estranged grandparents. They have no idea really anything about them, but they want to see them and the daughter's making a documentary and that's the reason she's filming the entire thing and something is amiss. Yeah, that's a good Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and actually start breaking down this movie. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, I recommend everybody going to check it out and then coming back to this part, but uh, we're going to go ahead and fuck up the visit guys.
1: Let's do it. Yeah.
0: All right. So we start with a woman getting interviewed. And she's talking about her failed marriage, a falling out with her parents. She hasn't seen the folks in 15 years, but she's been reconnected through the internet. Pause. Something I want to talk about real quick. (laughs) So they're doing this, like, video chatting thing in 2015, right? Yeah. And the videos are fucking beautiful. (laughs) Bro, I remember around this time is when I was, like, getting my first, like, fucking titty pics on, like, a flip phone. Yeah. And uh it was just the blurriest thing in the world. I mean it got the job done, but let's be honest, guys. They weren't the clearest images. Dude,
1: I think I think you're mixing up your timelines because this two thousand fifteen, like two thousand fifteen was I, I my first year at KU was two thousand twelve, I think, and I remember distinctly because I like, we went all, all our friends went to separate colleges and we were like on there. We were all Skyping each other and like it was it wasn't this crystal clear image, don't get me wrong, but we we were more advanced than that at that point, I think. We okay. weren't on flip phones in two thousand
0: fifteen. <laughs> okay, listen up, man. I was exaggerating and you ruined my bit. <laughs> I was comparing it to something and you had to mess it up, all right? No, but I was late to the party. I think I did I still had a flip I phone. To... I had a flip phone still in like two thousand and ten. 2010, I was still rocking with the fucking flip phone.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So this is five years <laughs> later, but you know, you get the idea. The images weren't great. Everybody remembers Chat Roulette. Nobody could see the veins on a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's the only thing I'm trying to get across. It was just it was, the silhouette back then. That's you right. Didn't see the details back. You then. could just see like the motion and the wiggle.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> all you need back then, though. You know,
0: <laughs> that got the job done. But no, so anyway, so this woman's getting interviewed, she's talking about reconnecting with her parents, and uh, she says they want to reunite, and that she found out there's some kind of counselors, and they, like, help people, right?
2: What yeah. was their job? They volunteer. Yeah, they were
0: volunteers.
1: They were at, volunteers. Uh, what you learn later is the psychiatric ward, but you don't really know that. You just think they're just helping out a hospital for the whole first, like...
0: Or, like, they're some type of counselor or something. Yeah, you don't know what they're doing, and, but
1: you learn that, like, an hour and a half in, which, you know, would have been helpful to know as a kid, like, early on, but... -hmm. I really like that scene though. When they, because like, one of my favorite things about horror scenes is like the hook, like the first thing, like, slasher films easy. Like, they just go in, you kill somebody, cut them up, first five minutes, you kind of get the gist of like why this dude's doing this crazy stuff. This one, I was like, how are they going to get us in? Because it's obviously going to be something where you're just going to be dragged out, and there's going to be a twist at the end. And when she came on screen and kinda gave that backstory, I was like, All right, I'm bought in. I get it. I get why this is happening. She showed like the trauma of like why she wasn't going with them. They set up real quick, like, you're gonna go out to this farm. You're not gonna have, you know, any internet. You're not gonna have this and this. You're gonna they put you on the island early. So I really like the whole setup and intro to this movie because it kind of just it made me buy in and believe a little more than I should have, you know? Like
0: all I wanted to type <clears throat> for like the first five minutes for that part is uh, exposition, exposition, exposition. <laughs> She's telling you pretty much the entire backstory before we get into the meat of it, like you're saying.
1: Like in a really clean way, too, where some movies, like, you know, everybody always makes fun of that, like, first Game of Thrones episodes. He was like, well, as your brother or as your sister, people be saying that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this one is like really clean, you're in, and I really liked that part, and I thought it was really well done.
0: Yeah, they're pretty much trying to set up this world before we actually get integrated into the story. And uh, something with found footage movies that I kind of like to judge them by is um, how justified is it for them to actually be filming? <laughs> <clears throat> right. And for this one, it kind of makes sense. Like, all right, she wants to documentate this visit with her grandparents to see if she could patch the relationship with their mother. That's the whole reason she's doing it. So it kind of makes sense that there is a camera on every fucking, you know, every time something happens that she thinks worthy of putting in this documentary. So I think it was set up well, and I, in my head at least, I think it was justified for the camera to be on as much as it was. Yeah,
2: that's and, for sure.
1: And I really enjoyed also <laughs> how they, she was very like much like we're only going to film us, and she was very. They kind of made like the reason for them filming them is like the film integrity and stuff like that, and that really worked because there wasn't like cameras set up everywhere else like Paranormal Activity or something mm-hmm. where you could see the whole house. You just got their perspective only.
3: Hmm.
0: So it was very believable. But no, so yeah, so she's doing uh, this interview, she's getting all this exposition about her history with her grandparents and stuff, or with her parents, and apparently she says there was some kind of uh, fight, some dispute she yeah. had, but she's really vague about it, bro. Like, if it was something huge, like if...
2: Yeah, I thought it was way bigger than what it had I was definitely let down by what the reveal was, yeah, bro. Yeah, I thought it was way bigger, but I want to go back to when she's telling them about their grandparents. Why is there never a picture shown? There's never not once a picture shot.
0: Well,
1: I, I I believe that though. Like the, she was seventeen or whenever when she left, she left with the clothes on her back, as you learned. Like she just rolls out. Like you aren't grabbing photos. You don't have this. And if you didn't really connect with them on Facebook, and you know how some people like just don't have like no family. I was gonna say some white people, but most of like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll meet white people like you know like it's just me and my parents, and, like no cousins, no anybody, no like great 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 grandma, great niece or anything like that that you can connect with. So that part's kind of believable to me.
0: Well, yeah, and also think of the timing. It's 2015 when this movie comes out. She had left probably for about 15 years, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit less. But so given the timeline, it's probably early 2000s when she leaves. Yeah, late 90s. So unless she left with like a handful of fucking photos and shit, she wouldn't have any pictures of these motherfuckers. Yeah,
2: that's true. That's true.
0: But yeah, so like I said, I think that there's some secret she's keeping from the daughter. We're supposed to be curious about it. (laughs) And in my head, I'm like, oh, obviously, you know, she banged some dude, like, in the middle of the fucking living room or something. In their parent's room. <laughs> something. That, like, something wily, bro.
1: That reveal of what it was let me down a lot. I was just like, dude, like, all this happened because you just couldn't say that? You, you couldn't say that? Like, it wasn't that bad. Like, It, it really wasn't.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> like, for in a white family, I believe it right so uh but now uh i'm sorry bro
2: they always want to run away they always when shit don't go their way they always want to run away <laughs> yeah
0: and uh something the mom says isn't it like uh she's like i don't want to see them i don't want anything to do with them but the daughter's like and her daughter's insisting on going both of her kids right yeah so they're like even if i had told them they couldn't go they were gonna go still
1: yeah because she plays it as they both they want to meet their grandparents, obviously, but they also want to give her their mom space because she hasn't had any time without the kids in a while. And she wants to go on the cruise with her man.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what they said. They said that they want uh, their mom to get a chance to get some penis. Yeah.
2: Get her <laughs> love life less. back.
1: Yeah, more or less.
0: <laughs> so the, uh, the mom ends up driving these kids on a train to... To go see their grandparents. And on the drive, we kind of get, like, character development for the girl who we heard whose name we learned is Becca. And she's got a brother named Tyler. Tyler's. Yes. And they're kind of... They have some, like, really explicit, like, sex talk, don't they? Or am I tripping? <laughs> I, don't <laughs>
1: think, no, I, I don't think... I
0: swear that. to God, bro. I heard something about, like, penis.
1: They, yep. She's t- There's a part where they're talking about Tyler was texting some girls, like, some kind of explicit stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're not going
2: to... and." It, but it wasn't like weird. He had two girls on on the line. He had two girls. Oh, he was okay, okay. Two girls on the line.
0: I thought he got hardcore. Never that's mind. That's why
2: he needed the internet when he got out there, so he can get the booby pics.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, because he was talking about him. He was like, "I need to talk to these girls," and yeah, he was mad about
0: that. Oh yeah, because that's what that's setting up is that there's not going to be any signal or anything, and they won't need cell phones out there. So as soon as you hear that, you're like, "Ah, okay, that's why they're going to be trapped."
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, they were doing a good job, putting them on an island, and, like, you kind of understanding it's 2015, but they're still on an island. Even though there should still be, like, a landline, but, you know, what do I know?
0: Yeah, but so they're setting up believability for why things happen later on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we learned that the little brother is a germaphobe, because he's, like, wiping—is it the the train station, right? He's, like, using a cloth to open up the restroom door and shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's got some uh, his he's a germaphobe because it makes him in control,
0: yeah, because he their dad control. left yeah, it was one of the big plot points.
1: Which is,
2: <laughs> we kind of left that out at the beginning. That she, uh, the mom
1: she says that she hooked up with the teacher, then ran away with her teacher in from high
0: school. Met him in, is that what box. happened? Yeah, I think so. Whoa, <laughs> but wait, she was 19 when she dipped, so she wasn't in high school, no, was she, she was 17, I think. 17, Mm-hmm. whoa.
1: It's weird, weird, really like almost unnecessary. She could have ran away with anybody. Like, I don't think they really had to throw that it was a teacher in there because they don't really visit it again.
0: No, that really doesn't like add anything for it to be an older guy. No. Well, I guess that's supposed to be like the why the grandparents had a problem with it to begin with.
1: Yeah, that's true. But he could have been like you know just like a little thug or something. I'm trying to say
0: black. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that uh, that would have been a black. They add a racial element. This (laughs) ain't a
1: Jordan (laughs) Peele movie.
0: Nah, dude, but yes, I get it. And also, at the beginning, though, they kind of glaze over it. I feel like as the film goes on, we learn about how that actually deeply affected and had, like, residual effects on the family. Yeah, yeah. But, like, at the beginning, I feel like they kind of just go, like, "Uh, Dad dipped out on me, blah. And that's pretty much the most we got up until that point. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so like we were talking about, we mentioned earlier, so this is the train scene now where we learn that her younger brother, Tyler, also known as, is it T...
2: Oh, what was his name? T-Dog T the Stylist? T-Diamond Stylist? T-Diamond Stylist, yeah.
1: I, <laughs> I saw... tried to block that part out, dude. I don't remember And And uh, he started <laughs>
0: just... <clears throat> the uh, What do you call that guy he was with?
2: Uh, he was like an Amtrak like, worker. A, stu- a stewardess? Uh, would it be a stewardess? So whoever works the... the Whoever's same... on the train
0: collecting tickets. The guy in the bellhop outfit.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like the opposite
1: of a, of a flight attendant. Not the opposite, but he's a train. Opposite of a flight
0: he's attendant. A train What's attendant. the opposite of a flight attendant? I don't bro? think that has an opposite. <laughs> Some things just don't. A taxi driver, bro. <laughs> Nowhere near a fucking plane. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. So he's like rapping to this dude, and he happens to be black, of course. So is he beatboxing
2: for he's, him? He's beatboxing.
1: Yeah, I thought that was weird that they just made this dude beatbox for him. Like, not talking about like the Amtrak. I'm talking about in my Shamalot. Like, that do you remember where the this <laughs> is supposed to, to take
2: place
0: at?
1: Um, it's in my timeline. So it says Philly. It's outside of Philly, somewhere.
0: Oh, okay, so it is
1: on the coast. Yeah, it's always East Coast with him in Philadelphia. He's from there, and every single movie he does, it's just
0: Ooh, fun facts. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> I would have. I was positive they were going to be like in the Midwest, given that the fucking grandparents lived on like a ranch and shit.
1: Yeah, for real. Pennsylvania's like that, though. I went up there. My girl went to school up in Philly. And so once you're outside of t- this town, it's kind of like Kansas. You're just in the country. A whole bunch oh, okay. more Amish than that they showed,
0: though. So it gets, like, <laughs> rural and shit? Yeah. All right. A whole bunch of Amish. <laughs> nah, but <clears throat> so the kids meet the grandparents at the train station. And everything seems pretty casual up until that point. Nothing really odd at that moment when they're, like, they put the camera down and they run up to him from a distance. Uh-huh. No so real, like, late- nothing
2: Waiting for them with the sign, you know yeah. their names. Just I, I kind of thought
1: that the the grandparents like immediately like didn't talk like regular people, like they're just like kind of like off, which I think is like, I don't know if it was purposeful or it was because well, I will, might talk about this later. But I thought that if anything could have been improved with this movie, it's, it's the grandparent casting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was kind of rough, so I don't know if it was just they weren't that great of actors, so they are kind of awkward, or if it's because they're supposed to be kind of weird.
0: I don't know, man. I disagree. I like the grandparents. Oh,
2: really? I, I thought they fit the country vibe. I
0: thought the uh, the grandpa in particular, bro, he had like this Liam Neeson type <laughs> fucking voice to him, bro. Yeah, it was real smooth, dog. Like I just wanted to hear the motherfucker like narrate a porn or something.
1: <laughs> I thought the grandpa was weird, dude. I thought he was just like hamming it up, like he was going for it, like acting. I think towards the end,
0: but like the <laughs> beginning part when he's just a regular ass fucking grandpa, bro. He looks like you know joe the plumber man he's the regular he's a regular man's man
2: i liked how they did the uh grandparents in there it really shows elderly people and their problems you know I like, <laughs> like they're real
0: awkward bro they're real disconnected from the kids it's really yeah. uncomfortable that's how it is in real life bro. that's how i am with older people still and i'm yeah. fucking almost 30 bro but yeah so like <clears throat> they uh yeah so the meeting's pretty chill and they end up pulling up to this, like, fat-ass fucking ranch-style house. I'm at that age now where I just look at people's houses and I just go, damn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, you lucky bastards.
1: Yeah, I almost zillow it the other day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, where the fuck is this? <laughs> but now, nah, so they pull up, and uh, the daughter is, like, super dramatic about the experience. She's, like, taking, like, shots of the whole thing. Like, can you believe our mom used to swing on this swing set?
2: Let the natural swing go. The natural, let the swing just go.
0: What if, like, the next scene would have been like her in the restroom, like, my mom's ass touched this <laughs> toilet. <laughs> Flush it. No, no, no. Slower. Slower. Yeah, she's like, this is where mom played hide and seek. Like,
1: obviously, she did a lot of things here. Like, she you grew said, up, she, she lived ham- here. She handed up like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: she did.
0: <laughs> it was just pointing out way too, like, one too many things.
1: Like, this, this is
2: the clock. This is the clock that mom used to walk by. Right. And then
0: it, she immediately stops talking about it after like a couple minutes. <laughs> Never
2: see the clock again.
0: And uh, there's one part where the grandma, I think the grandma or the grandpa, I can't remember. Somebody asked if uh, Tyler likes sports. And it's really casually mentioned, but that's foreshadowing for shit that comes up later. And I think he was kind of like, nah, not really, or some shit, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So he said not really, and then he has that whole monologue later on that is actually really ties the movie together. And I didn't really, we'll talk about it all We'll get there, we'll get get there. there. But that's
0: just like foreshadowing for that part coming up later. Yeah,
1: and I didn't even notice that part.
0: Uh, And uh, she asked why, they're in the kitchen, and she asked why his pants are so low. And again, this kid, bro, he's selling that he's a fucking rapper. I'm a rapper. And she tells him, like, he's like, I can rap about anything, yo, just kick me a topic. And he starts rapping about a pineapple upside down cake. And uh, they fuck with it, man. Everybody loves it. Let's be honest, man. He's, like, what? Supposed to be 10? 12?
1: I think about 12. 12 man. Yeah, 12,
2: I think. was the timeline. It's kind of
1: cute. Eh, I'm yeah. not about it. So, one thing they always do when, like, a white kid, like, is, like, a rapper in a movie... Like, the dude, like, everything, like, dress-wise, like, he dressed like a rapper, but he always has the long hair. Like, if you're, like, a little kid that's trying to be a rapper, the white dude, you're probably going to have a little, like, fade or something, you know? At least have, like, the, the gel it up to the side or something. It's always that, like, bushy hair, and it just pisses me off because, like, there's just one detail that, like, a kid that wants a rap would not have hair like that.
0: Well, because I think it was, like, supposed to be comedic effect. He's a comedic relief in the movie and uh if he had been like in baggy clothes bro just being like nah son what's up motherfuckers what's what's good cuz like it would have been it would have been awkward more so than just goofy
2: catch me outside how about that
1: like if he was like dirt nasty on
0: a scary movie three yeah yeah pretty much bro (laughs) yeah
1: it'd be too much you're right you're right
0: but i think that's what that's supposed to be because this is a horror comedy and it does have some fucking funny moments bro
1: I mean, was it intentionally a horror comedy or is that just how it got classified after the fact?
0: I think uh, the way I read about it is he said, M. 9 Shyamalan said he had to recut it because he said there's like three different versions. One version is just a pure horror movie. The other one he thought was too funny. So he kind of just cut it up different to where it's like a good blend. And I feel like it was decent.
1: I could see some of the comedy aspects, especially with, like, the last scene, the way they kind of tied it together. It was like, oh, it's, like, kind of a jo- more jovial than just, like, feeling, like, dark.
0: About well, it. even the buildup, bro, with, like, the brother being a fucking rapper and stuff, like, that was, you know, there wasn't, that wasn't good atmosphere if you're trying to, like, terrify us from the get-go.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So, the uh, kids get to sleep in their mom's old room, which they were excited about, which would be a cool thing. You she know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Had, oh, that was weird. She had two beds. Was it a couch, though? It was like a couch bed, wasn't it? It was like a day bed. So, like, you know, day bed. has, like, the back
1: with all the pillows, but you can sleep there. Day bed's a really, really, really nice room. Like, up was like, one of the best, like, kids' rooms you could have. Like, it's up there on the Hey Arnold level, I think.
0: Because Hey Arnold had, like, you know, Hey Arnold had the whole sunroof. You can go wherever you wanted. Yeah, bro. Hey
1: Arnold's room was the best one, and this one's probably, like...
0: I've never thought about it's, that, it's a dude. Nice you got nice my brain room. going of, like, what fucking, like, TV show bedrooms do I fuck with Heavy? Some
1: I mean, of them May are Arnold so nice,
0: bro. Like you guys remember that top. TV show on Nickelodeon, uh, iCarly? Yeah, her that bitch yeah. had like a fucking like loft. That oh. motherfucker was clean. Yeah. She
1: had like a TV studio in her attic, dude. Like it was like full on lights. They had everything. Up Hardwood
0: right. floors, the giant fucking window with the view. Fucking tall ceilings, <laughs> yeah. like the elevator. No, that just went up to her apartment, right? Or they go to her fucking bedroom no, too, went, too, bro.
2: That it was to, the like, whole to her main up floor. and down, and
1: everything. It God
0: was, like,
2: damn, elevator in her loft.
0: So, yeah, but like I said, this, so these kids' room was fucking pretty solid. <laughs> and uh, also, on this point, the grandpa tells the kids, like, oh, hey, don't go in the basement because there's mold down there. Which, I mean, it sounds believable. It's, yeah. you know, it makes sense. But given, you know, we're watching a horror movie, we're like, ah, okay, there's something fucked up in the basement.
1: Uh, that that part, like, like, they give you that, like, so early on. They triggered it's you. so obviously something. And as soon as things start going like wrong for the kids, you know you got to think about the basement, dude. Like,
2: you got to just hold everything in. This people are telling, when telling when you. When things started getting crazy, I thought that the grandparents spent too much time in the basement, and the mold affected them. So I was like, okay, I can explain. I can see that. I can see that. Stay away from kid. the basement. The mold's down there. <laughs> like, what is doing to me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, look at the way these motherfuckers act. That mold is bad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's not mold, dude. I don't know what that is. If it's doing that to you. <laughs> Uh, you guys, mold or meth, bro. You guys noticed that the farm, though the farm that they were on, no animals, no livestock, no no cattle, no. I didn't see not nothing, no animals.
1: What did that farm produce? Like there was no. He crops was throwing even. hay. He was just chopping wood, dude. You can't sell wood. I never wood even thought about like that. that. He had no <clears throat> crops, no products. And
0: hey, why the fuck did he have hay? he exactly. was throwing hay <laughs> there's no <laughs> there was a stable with no horses in it
2: yeah exactly what the <laughs> hell is going on what kind of farm is this
0: bro that'd be me if i owned a farm it'd be it'd be just it'd just be the property and i'd do nothing with it
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'd be so overrun
1: if i was i hate cutting my grass i have like a it's like a 20 foot backyard dude i like every day in the summer that i have to cut grass is the worst day of my life mm. i hate it. it like that if i had a farm even on a John Deere, dude, I'd be like, nah, I ain't cutting the grass mm-hmm. today.
0: Bro, did you see this yard when you pulled up, man? I got to do the entire fucking thing down to the street, back to my garage, down to the neighbor's house.
1: And then you got the little picket fence up front, like the little, like, you know, the, the two <coughs> pieces of wood and the really nice white ones, you know, mm-hmm. the little ones. Then you got to do the little weed whacking on that, too. That takes some time. You can't just, you can't just roll those you can't John just Deere on that, way dude. Way. You got to take your time to get that. That's... Or remove the fence post. <laughs> I wouldn't have nothing, dude. I wouldn't even have the tree of the swing. It's a liability.
0: No, well, yeah, I mean, that thing. Uh, there's one part where, like, the grandpa's in the shed, and like uh, Becca, the daughter, walks up to him, and she's talking to him, and uh, like, I, we, like I said, he's throwing fucking hay, and I think that's supposed to illustrate that this dude is strong, because he's like fucking just she's manhandling was, his fucking hay. He bro. was
2: chucking it for a 75 year old, 77 year old. He was.
0: So I think it. that's supposed to show us, like, oh, okay, this dude's got old man strength, like is he crazy. Strong,
1: is he strong? We're gonna get Sir. to this, but is he strong? I don't think so. I don't think he's strong. I, I will. there's so many parts of this where like his strength I think is greatly exaggerated. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, but so after you know, we get introduced to the kids' bedroom, they explore the house and shit, they have a Skype call with their mom and they tell her, you know, everything's going cool. And we find out the mom's going on a cruise. And uh what what day do they get there, bro? Is it Monday? Monday is the first day no, they're there. Monday, yeah. So they get there on a Monday and they're supposed to be there until Saturday. I didn't keep track of the days like you did, apparently. I just remember, like, there is, like, title cards for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah, that's the biggest part of my notes, dude. That's how you got
0: it, like, labeled off?
1: Yeah, just, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the things that happen. I didn't have Friday (laughs) written down because everything that crazy happens on Friday.
0: (laughs) So, at this point, uh, Becca gives Tyler his own camera. And uh, she calls him camera, B-camera operator. (laughs) So that's just supposed to let us know that now we're gonna have an extra pair of eyes. So we're gonna see it through Tyler's eyes and through her eyes with these cameras. And uh, Tyler follows the grandpa out to a shed, and he's like kind of standing off of the distance. He like yells to get the grandpa's attention. They call their grandparents Pop Pop and Nana, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the uh, to the white folk of America. <laughs>
1: pop Pop, Nana. I could, I could never <laughs> say that to my grandpa. I was
2: like, "What's that?" Pop Pop. Yeah, this doesn't roll. Off. I'd be mad at dude if I had grandkids that
1: call me Pop Pop.
0: You got to cut that shit out now. Yeah, I ain't your Pop Pop.
2: Just throw that away. <laughs> just throw it in the trash and never pull it out again.
1: Call me Grandpa or Sir. <laughs> yeah, just Sir. Just call me <laughs> Sir. Damn it.
0: Nah, man. Uh, I can't think. I don't think I never called my parents or my grandparents anything out there.
1: <laughs> me neither. Like Grandpa, Grandma. That's it. Yeah. Mm.
0: Nah, but so they walk out to this shed, and uh, I think he, doesn't he, like, put his, like, the camera on his face, and he's, like, doing this, like, sarcastic, like, what's in the shed? What's in the shed? No, no, seriously. What's in the shed?
1: Yeah, they're, at this point of the movie, they're not really giving you, like, anything, like, they're kind of giving you little tense moments, but they're not giving you the scariness, so he's just, like, outside, and he's, like joking around trying to do like different takes for the documentary to make it like mm-hmm. the best what's in the shed yeah, he's <laughs> he, you know like.
2: his uh, bodies and he's dead bodies
0: yeah i think he was doing something <laughs> like that bodies. he's Maybe. definitely trying to be <laughs> just like sarcastically i think this is the first like moment that we get that something is up with the grandparents because <laughs> the grandpa ignores the shit out of him and just walks away right
2: yeah doesn't say he doesn't acknowledge him or nothing
0: but, like, to them, you know, they're like, all right, whatever. You know, he's annoyed by me right now. Cool.
1: Yeah, it makes sense.
0: And so the grandpa tells them after this that curfew is at 930. It's not unreasonable.
1: <laughs> not unreasonable. They're old. Oh, yeah.
0: So, you know, and uh, I don't know. I've never had, like, a, my parents were never big on curfews. So I, I don't know the rules. Like, once you go into bed, are you supposed to stay in bed?
2: Well, see, that's what I had a problem with. Curfew was <clears> 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock was your inside and you're in your room.
0: Yeah, curfew means like, all right, quit fucking around. He should be laying down trying to go yeah. to sleep.
2: But yeah. if, if you get thirsty, you know, you obviously can leave. But they told him you can't leave the room. No, he,
0: they he, didn't he, tell him that. Yet. He didn't say
1: not that yet. Um, um, yeah. not yet. They I'm, just. I'm ahead of the game. There's a difference between curfew and bedtime. Bedtime means you got to be in bed, lights out. Curfew, it should be like you got to be home. So that didn't really make sense at yeah. all to me. He's not with the times. He ain't seen his kid at that point in 20 years, which is not really his kid. But.
0: That's true. <laughs> So, he was a little fuzzy on parenting, I guess. <laughs>
1: Obviously, he was in a mental institution, like, for however long that was. It's true.
0: So, <clears throat> now it's uh, 10.30, and Becca can't sleep because she's craving cookies. Just a little out there.
1: No, dude, that's kind of weird, too. Like, how this lady learn to, like, cook the cookies so good? It's a grandma. She's not a
2: grandma, though.
0: I mean, she's, you know, 100 <laughs> years old, bro. She's got some life experience. she picking pick no it something.
2: up and <laughs> Just pick it up, yeah. Just start just winging it. I don't know.
0: Like I can make raw chicken wings, dude. I've learned some skills through my life, also.
2: Can you make some sugar snap
1: cookies?
0: I'd figure it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now baking sucks, dude. Baking like anything else, you could just season. Yeah. Baking is like exact. Are you? It's not gonna be good
0: at all. That's true, actually. Like from scratch.
1: Yeah, that don't come baking
0: out is
2: right. By far the worst.
0: Mm. So yeah, so Becca decides to get out from bed and go and get some of these cookies. And uh doesn't she she walks out the door, she's got the camera. Now, why she has the camera for this moment is fucking beyond. Oh, because as she's walking through the hallway, she's like, uh, do you think mom used to sneak out and get cookies just like this? Again, doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bro, everything, dog.
1: Yeah, they're like they're really like Like, they're really, like, trying to over-explain every moment they have the camera when sometimes, like, I just don't care. Like, she has a camera. It's cool. Like, just throw her out there at the camera. You don't have to explain it to me that she has the camera because it is.
0: Yeah, they're really selling, like, why she has the camera. That's why. Which, I mean, it works out because I was just about to talk shit and be like, (laughs) why does she have it? Oh, that's right. They knew you were about to watch this. Pretty much. Just just for me, (laughs) So uh yeah, so she fucking walks out, she's walking down the hallway, she's standing at this like tall ass staircase, which for old people seems questionable. And she looks mm-hmm. down it and she sees like the grandma walk by this like the vision of the camera and just vomits all <laughs> over the fucking floor. Like hardcore
2: exorcist style vomiting.
0: Projectile vomiting on the ground.
2: Like it got like three feet, dude. Blah, like it yeah. shot it was, out. Niagara Falls over there. Throw it, just straight
0: <laughs> distance, bro. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, so she's like, "Oh," turns right back around, goes back to the room to save the awkward moment.
2: She just runs back to her room. Now, if I see my grandma sick throwing up. I would go down. Grandma, are you okay? You need something? She's just terrified of the throw up and just bolts it back to the room.
0: Well, I mean, that and she is like 15, right?
1: It'd be one thing if, like, Grandma was just, like, you know, down, puking on the ground, just, like, sitting there. But she puked and kept it going, man. She she, she was she, vomiting she, and walking. Her feet never stopped walking when she was puking, dude. She was doot, 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 like, out of there. Yeah. So I guess you just kind of got to let her do it because, I mean, she's not there
0: anymore. You don't want to walk through the puke. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You don't got shoes on. No, i like let Grandpa handle that in the morning.
0: That <laughs> shit up. There's a, there's never a scene of her telling her brother about this part, I don't think. Not at this point. No. Because the next thing I got is the next morning, Tyler is uh, telling his grandpa, you know, about him, or his grandma about how he raps, and he's like, you know, my sound is kind of like Tyler the Creator. <laughs> Which I got a chuckle out of. Yeah. Because I was a big Odd Future guy back in the day, so I was like, ah, it's interesting. <laughs>
1: especially in 2015 it's a good time to like on future
0: yeah yeah and uh so after this then we get becca talking to the grandpa uh, about it while this is the part i was talking about where he's out in the ranch or whatever and he's chucking hay and shit and uh he was like oh she just had a flu which i mean if you're not looking for any suspicious shit you're like oh okay i guess that makes sense
1: yeah he's like old people get sick becca
0: this is one of the scenes where he, he was just not, like, doing it for me. He was just doing a little too much. And I'm telling you, dude, his voice was smooth <laughs> for me. I liked it.
1: Yeah. Like, old people. And his, like, eyes, like, popped out of his head. Like, I just watched The New Guy recently. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Where Eddie Griffin does a thing where he shoots his eyes out of his head. Like, kind of. Crazy eyes. Yeah, he was doing the crazy eyes just talking to,
0: like, his granddaughter. He, like, just.
3: Old people get sick, my guy. Uh, It was not, dude.
1: <laughs> I
0: looked up uh that guy's Wikipedia page. He's still alive, by the way. Oh, no way. And uh he, uh. He didn't start acting until he was, like, in his 40s or something, or his late 30s. So he's always played, like, the old man on TV. <laughs> and that's all it is, is, like, a 100 TV credits and stuff on, like, little small small parts on TV shows and stuff. So you think he'd have, like, being the old guy down at this point.
2: Right. He didn't. He didn't. I'm glad there's still hope, though, out there. You know, I'm still looking for my calling. You know, he didn't start acting until 40. There you go. There's still hope out there. For
0: that's you. right. We so, could all fucking do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> You see this dude with his OnlyFans in, like, two weeks.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not acting, because that's porn. Right. So now we get,
0: like, the first legit, not, I guess, in my opinion, the legit scary scene is when the kids decide to play hide-and-seek under the fucking crawl space. Yes. Or right, what do you call that? Under the porch? Under the house? No, that's
1: crawl space. Was it under the house, or was it under, like,
0: an auxiliary relay shed or something? I can't remember. I think it was under the house. It was under the house. <clears throat> it was under
1: the house. <clears throat> But how How is how the basement there? Maybe it was just a section, It's
0: sectioned out. (laughs) Who knows, man? We didn't have blueprints, bro. We didn't see the
3: documents.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But nah, so it's like this under, to me it looks like, uh, I don't know how you describe it. It's like under, if you have to crawl, there's dirt on the floor, and there's like a series of like little columns and shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's like all the little like foundational columns, so just like wood, almost like a two by two by two feet.
0: Something. Did Something they, like it was enough to uh, cloud vision. Yeah,
1: it made it like a little grid too, so it was
0: very even. And uh, I can't remember why the kids decide, let's go play tag under this bitch, right? Or they play hide and seek.
1: I could think. I think they kind of referenced that the mom told them that they were playing hide and. She used to play hide and seek down there with who? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the kids <laughs> are crawling, chasing each other down there, and um, the brother hiding, and we're we're kind of. How is she crawling, by the way, like that? Aren't they both crawling, holding a fucking camera, now that I'm thinking about this? Yeah. Yeah. So they're one-handed, like, football stancing, like, fucking moving, bro, under this goddamn house. (laughs) Hands and knees, one hand on the ground. That's how they're moving. I want
2: to talk about the grandma's bear crawl.
0: That's something I want to get to. So, like I said, in the (laughs) middle of this game out of nowhere, there's this tense moment when uh, Becca's separated from her brother looking for him. You know, she's doing that little pan around thing, kind of like, hey where the fuck are you and then you know this i jumped when this happened because it's like the yeah. grandma just fucking booking it bro <laughs> like hair in her face just gunning it right towards her doing like a bull charge
2: yeah yeah i jumped i jumped that part got me too it got me too.
1: dude grandma was doing like do you guys like ever watch planet earth like in like those like documentaries where they just like kind of follow like animals around like, mm. Grandma was, like, a cheetah, because, like, she was, like, not just, like, crawling, like, two ha- one hand at a time. She was doing, like, the two hands, and then, like, at the same time, a lunge. So, her, like, hands were going back to, like, her knees, and then getting the hands back out there. There was some athleticism on display Yeah,
2: yeah, that Grandma was moving, for sure. <clears throat> she was
1: moving.
0: Yeah, and also, for this part, you know, I was thinking, maybe I understand now why her hair was in her face, because they had to have had a stunt double for that, right? <laughs> There's no fucking oh, yeah. way that old lady was booking it like that bro like i couldn't do that in my prime i couldn't do that sir
1: even if i was little enough to be under there like you can't crawl like that you can't just like you're not an animal like it's weird (laughs) dude
0: and she was like you can hear like breathing and like it sounded like she was stomping like as her hands were hitting the dirt it was terrifying (laughs) and so this was like a little what two minute scene maybe not even that but it was just her chasing the grandkids under the house yes and they end up both finding the exits and uh you're wondering like, all right, how are they gonna move on from this and what happens is the grandma just follows them out of the from under the crawl space and stands up, dusts her knees off like that was fun like if they were playing, and the kids are terrified right yeah and uh she turns around and walks up some stairs and her dress is ripped, and we see <laughs> ass
2: cheeks right <laughs> They should have kept the stunt double in all the way through
0: hmm. there there's this
1: is the first of many times we see grandma's eeks. and i didn't need to see grandma zeke that much you know but the thing that like weirded me out even more than seeing her butt like after she turned around is when like she comes out her knees are like black from like just she's she's been down there for a minute like it's almost like if the kids like went down there and grandma just ended up being down there not like she followed them to play
0: like if she was already down there she was just kicking it under the house hmm it was definitely a creepy scene. Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: I can't remember if that was in the trailer. I don't think it was. I don't
1: think so because I watched the trailer right before I watched it. No, that part wasn't.
0: Because the, the moments that are fucked up in the trailer are very distinct in your head, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so after this. Oh, and while they're, she's chasing them under the house, she's like mumbling shit. She's like, I'm going to get you. I'm coming, Becca. I'm going to get you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit's fucking terrifying, bro. <laughs> Like for me bro, one of my the most terrifying things to me, uh, personally, is uh I, I've said this in other podcasts, that the imagery of the haggard woman, the witch, the old lady, you know, that whole thing, like long hands, old face, big nose, just weird features.
2: Raspberry voice.
0: Yeah, the cackling laugh. That's to me is terrifying as hell. So this movie was really effective for someone like me.
1: Yeah, if you don't like the old lady crazy old look, old lady look then that's not going that's not it for you.
0: No, no. Actually, it was perfect for me because of that. <laughs> but nah. so she uh, oh yeah, and after she gets out of the crawl space, all she says is I'm making chicken pot pie. <laughs> I thought that was funny because
2: they were scared running and she comes out and says, "I'm going to make some chicken pot pie for the two chickens." and uh
0: (laughs) and the kids literally bro look at each other and their shoulders go up and they shrug it the fuck off they go i will
1: she got some practice she's been hanging out under there for a little while she knows how to maneuver under there grandma still got
2: it (laughs) i wonder if mom got caught by grandma is what i would (laughs) say
0: you think you'd bring that up to your mom Or they do bring it up don't they
1: Kind of, but I think that they kind of, they use the cruise as a way that they're just not really trying to communicate with mom and ruin her time. So they're just like very vague with her at the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so after this, right, this is a fun part. This is where uh, Tyler decides he's going to explore that shed. (laughs) Oh. And uh, so he goes into the shed, right? He's doing it real like slow, trying to build it up. And uh, could you guys tell what it was before he walked up to it? Because he goes like this, it's in the corner of the shed. And it's a table, and I thought it was like cotton or something, or like cloth
1: right after they showed it, you knew what it was, just like- I mean when he
0: you know lifts it up, but before that, did you guys have any guesses at what it was?
1: When I saw the mound, I was like, I know what this is,
0: yeah, because it was like a little like shed table, and there's like a pile <laughs> of like white things on top of it, and you can- I couldn't tell what it was, but he walks up to it and he grabs one of them and lifts it up, and it's a diaper with shit inside of it
2: a whole bunch of shit.
0: And Tyler does say it smells like ass in here when he walks in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a dead animal or something. That's yeah. what I thought. Same, same. My mind went nowhere near that. That was a beautiful fucking like yeah. twist. Especially
2: I, for old people, you know? Old people wear diapers.
0: Yeah, like, it makes sense. But I, I could have
1: done without the whole poop in the whole movie, dude. Like, you could have taken that out for well, me. Well, I mean,
0: you know why it was there, right? Oh, my God. To, for, the, for the end of the movie, right? Well, no, because Tyler's the germaphobe, so... That's that whole thing is the kind of like, for him, that was his extra like thing.
1: You could have had him crawl through like a little swamp. You could have had him do all kinds of stuff. You could have. For, germap- just-
0: for a germaphobe, man, what's worse than somebody else's shit? Like being anywhere in the vicinity of you. Mm. So him walking up on a fucking pile of fucking shitty diapers is for him.
2: Touching it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just
1: felt it was unnecessary. <laughs> I didn't like it.
0: <laughs> and also, you know, it's that whole stereotype with like old people in diapers and stuff. So it kind of fits. Yeah, because they can kind of explain it away a little easier, and uh, so I think Tyler talks to grandma about it to his grandma, and she—that's when she kind of casually brings it up that like, oh, he's a that he needs diapers, so he burns them all in a field after a while, which is is weird, bro. But once again, it's kind of like okay, whatever. You guys are a little strange, but cool
1: i'm thinking when she says that like is there like a room that they
0: have like just full of cotton underwear like that was a lot of fucking diapers like, it was that diapers. was like so
1: he hadn't gone and burned those so i'm assuming that's not a more than a week's worth of diapers you know and like how much you eat like you got to watch your diet if you're doing like just pooping that much every time
2: yeah that's crazy <laughs> that kind of shows how long he's been there that's true I you know it shows that. how long he's been there he's but been... i guess he probably shits his pants three four times a day uh, at least <laughs> yeah Minimum.
0: Do do. So after this, uh, they go on a tour of the town with their grandpa, and again we get back to that thing like the school. Mom went to the school. She used to walk these halls, blah blah blah, shit like that.
2: Stupid shit. I wish they had gotten more into the school.
0: Yeah, they really didn't show a lot of like the town or the school at all. Uh, They They
1: did, they did in the drive-in.
2: Which I thought was kind of
1: interesting is when the pop pop points out that uh, he's like, oh, that's the hospital. And you also, at this point, you still don't know it's a psychiatric hospital.
0: Yeah, you don't know the significance of it, because it's a real casual thing. He, like, interrupts them when they're playing something. Because they're about to play some game, but they never do anything with it. Yeah,
2: name the building and what they do there.
0: Name that building and make up a story why it's there, who's in there, and whatnot. Yeah. And they point, I think that's why it's pointed out, because they point at the psychiatric building, and the grandpa's like, oh, no, that's this psychiatric ward.
1: He got so excited. It does have the callback at the end because at the beginning they 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 point at the building and, they're like, and they point at the police station. Remember? Yeah. And he's like, it's this occupied by someone named this, and that person is not good at his job and isn't at his post. She says that like, whoa, I movie. didn't connect that. Yeah. Then at the end, you get kind of the same exact that actually ended up being the case.
2: Mm-hmm. That's nuts. I just I just put that. It's like a that real quick it.
1: throwaway, and I just like remembered filing it in. I was like, they wouldn't just say
2: that for no reason, so.
0: Ninja reference or ninja reference.
2: (laughs) How about uh, the grandpa's strength, though? Is he strong or is he not strong? I mean, he took down a guy that was like...
0: Yeah, because when they're outside of the school like filming and shit, the grandpa starts getting paranoid and he sees some dude across the street. And he's like, no, nah, there's, there's something off about this dude. He, he's, he's, he's following us. I'm not having it. And he runs up to him and he like tackles him, doesn't he?
2: <laughs> he just throws him on the ground and then comes back for a haymaker. Never really connects it, but he's about to.
1: See, the dude is like backpedaling away. He's like, just sees an old man. He's like, hey, like, hey, like, hey. Like, don't mess with me. Then then he's kind of trips while Grandpa pushes him. And then Tyler, was just like, Grandpa's as strong as a wrestler. He says that exact line. I remember yeah. it. And I was like, what wrestler just. Pokes people over, you know, like doesn't really do all the things. So I'm still on the train of Grandpa's
0: not that strong. Bro, why are you hating on this old man's form and shit?
1: Because we'll get to it later on why he's not that strong. but... <laughs> I he's believe not it. That right. strong.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, he's got the build for it. Like, he's tall. He looks like a stocky old man. He doesn't look frail.
1: He doesn't. He's not like a, like a, like a, look like he need a walk or anything, you know?
2: Like, he no. looks like he just like, has his own. But he doesn't look t- strong. Uh, what They've been feeding them in the psychiatric ward over there, you know?
1: Probably, probably, probably
2: so, not anything good. A lot, good lot of protein. A lot of protein if you're coming out like that. <laughs> he's working out just there. Just throwing like he's hay a, bales after the ward, you know?
1: Like he's doing a stint in prison. He's working
2: out.
0: <laughs> just straight up on that fucking like Jason Voorhees thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a whole uh, Bowflex out in the woods. <laughs> now, nah, so the kids chuck it off to just literally, I just typed old people shit. And they said he's grumpy, he's paranoid, he's isolated, that's why he's like that. Yeah. Now for me, that would have been a sign of something iffy, because when you when they show that he has a temper like that, I would feel uncomfortable like, okay, so he lashes out like this on strangers. How well do we actually know this dude?
1: Yeah, and like he's supposed to be a counselor and he's out here just like
0: flipping out on motherfuckers. Trying to fight right? people
1: on the side of the road trying to square up on the side of the road, like <laughs>
0: So after this, this is the part where now it's nighttime again, and the kids are in their bedroom, and they're hearing noises outside the door. And the kids are pretty timid to open the door. And uh, this is the part where Tyler's like, I'm going to open the door. Okay. I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to open the door, I swear to God. (laughs) She's like, open the fucking door, bro. So then he finally does it. And uh this is terrifying once again terrifying imagery yeah. this is the this part's in the trailer where it's the grandma ass naked scratching, clawing at the doorway across the hall, and we just see her back and just cheeks cheeks,
2: just <laughs> crazy that. ass, long hair, saggy cheeks. I couldn't see anything else but cheeks when I saw that
1: <laughs> the the long hair you you mentioned like is a great touch because she looks crazy and like all, like, all scenes, looks it looks disheveled, very animalistic like she's like like a beast out the woods you know like she's very like crazy looking but I don't know I guess like these kind of images like don't really don't really do it for me in horror movies as much more like the things that scare me more like seeing like an animal doll or seeing something like paranormal happen but if it's an old lady just doing that like it got me for a second I was kind of scared then I kind of just. Burst out laughing a little bit. That's what that one did to me because it was just like, what, like,
0: yeah, outrageousness. You just it.
1: scratching the wood like you was She was getting after it too. Like it wasn't like a little dainty. Like she's like that would hurt so like bad, a cat dude.
0: scratching on a fucking couch, bro.
1: Yeah, that you got some splinters all up in there. She spent all morning just cleaning up after herself and just like putting her shit back together, like the whole house after she's just like sprinting around puking everywhere, dude. Like that when dude, does she sleep? That she's she sleeping. Bodies now, but it's true
0: <laughs> i don't know dude like i said for me that's terrifying because i put myself in these kids as a position and i imagine like me walking out from my bedroom and there's somebody just clung at my fucking wall right there Yeah, that's what i can like equate it to like for me because like i said this type of movie just works specifically for me like was it effective for you did it like or would you just? I, you said the
2: cheeks. All you saw was ass I, cheeks. I hate old people. You're like, I paused <laughs> it and I just beat off. I just paused it to the cheeks and beat my meat to the cheeks and then <laughs> continue. No, I, I hate old people. Old people frighten me. Old people scare me. Uh, I don't like. I don't like old people. And it's not uh, anything to do with the movie. Old people scare me more when they're driving. I don't like it when old <laughs> people are driving. Now, if I look next to me and there's a grandma, I'm like, oh shit, heart attack waiting. Yeah, you I'm, gotta
1: switch lanes on there. You're yeah, like, Damn, this she's gonna get me. But nah, old people don't do it for me because I always feel like I can know, take them. Old people, yeah, <laughs> they need new hips all the time. Like grandma fell and she needs a new hip. Like that's how yeah. that's how I see old people. Like I could just you know give her one of those, just a little one hand little thing. Don't even have to punch her. You just gotta set her down. She's gonna not be able to get up.
0: Yeah, I'm not really scared of old people either. Like I said, what I'm scared of is very specific. Like a uh, perfect example is uh, you guys have seen Insidious. Yes. That old woman in that movie lives in my nightmares that's the perfect example of what scares me but old people in general nah not, not so much but that is a phobia like my sister she's really iffy like uh, you guys remember like uh like old town buffet and shit and like yeah. IHOP i hop and Denny, she used to hate going to the fucking places dude because there's always like motherfuckers with their senior citizen discount <laughs>
1: Dude, and, I used uh, to work at a village inn and...
0: Nothing but old folk, right? The
1: smells is weird from every single person. Like, I feel like, you know, when you go in someone's house, everybody kind of has their own smell. But when you're old, that shit just kind of like... You have an old smell. It lingers more. So it comes with you when you go places. Like us, like we leave our smells at home. Old people, they come to village inn, like seven deep, dude, it smells funky in there. Funky. Like just different. <laughs>
0: Shout out to the
2: old people of Village Inn Especially if they
1: got their coffee going, they're sweating, boy Shout out
2: (laughs) to the Village Inn I used to to eat there a lot when I was younger with my grandparents Another thing that my grandparents used to do Is my grandma had night terrors So in the middle of the night You know, 2am You might just wake up to her dead screaming At the top of her lungs over a nightmare that she had she served in a world war Two with my grandpa so she would always have flashbacks of the war and i every night she would just scream this horrifying scream and it used to scare the shit out of me as a kid i couldn't do that dude that would, that would, that would like have ruined me for life if my grandparents did that when i stayed she, there she used to have a wheelchair man she just wheel down the hallway oh, man. Lights off. And next thing you know, you just see this little old lady coming with the wheelchair. Scare the shit out of you, man. Old oh, oh, people scare the shit out of you. Hell no, man. That sounds terrifying.
0: <laughs> I was fortunate to never have anything like that. Like, my grandparents, uh, they always owned a restaurant. And uh, my grandpa to this day has got, like, two fucking jobs. He's in his, like, 70s. Damn. Jesus. So, yeah, motherfuckers just never stop. <clears throat> so I was never around that too much. My sister, like I said, she was always really bad about that. Like whenever uh wa- old people walk by in a hallway, like she puts her back to the fucking wall and like scoots. Oh shit. It's <laughs> like she's that kind of like afraid. What do you
1: think they're gonna do to him?
0: Like lunge at her, bro. <laughs> Just grab. Just have a mental breakdown right there. <laughs> because if you think about it, like have you guys ever played that video game Fallout? No, I never That's have. Not- nope. Well, it's uh the concept of like feral people. Like, okay. the older you get, the more, like, decrepit you start to look, unfortunately, right? Yeah. You get all fucking, limbs start to get all hangy, skin starts to fall a little bit, mm-hmm. you start looking less and less. Sorry to say, bro, you look less alive. Yeah. And uh you look like a zombie, bro. A
1: little bit, I feel you.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what that is. It's It can be creepy.
1: So, your sister just has, like, a figure of zombies, she applies to old people? Yes. <laughs>
0: But now, so the kids, you know they they've just seen their grandmother naked clawing at a door because they shut the door immediately after they see this, as you should. Yes. And uh, the next day, they bring Becca brings it up to her grandpa, and uh, do uh, she explains that Grandma has some kind of dementia that gets triggered after nightfall called sundowning.
1: Is that real? I I did I meant to look it up before I came, but.
0: My girl used to work at a nursing home at uh, nighttime when she was a CNA. Ooh. 100% real, bro. Really? Mm. 100% fucking oh, real, dude. The, the, like the plight of CNAs at night, I don't know how the fuck they do it. Because, you know, they have separate wards and uh, nursing homes. There's, you know, normal old people, dementia old people. They can't mix them together because the dementia old people are fucking on a whole nother level. They're, like, I've heard, like, because we have cousins and stuff that are CNAs. I've heard of them, like, having to lock themselves in, like, restrooms and stuff to, like, get away from them. So, like, I'm just picturing this, like, hell scene, bro. Like, it's terrifying.
1: That seems awful. It seems like one of the worst places to be. Yeah.
0: Because, like, how old people do. They just start flipping out and start trying to hit you, cussing you out.
1: Do you ever get on those like Ask Reddit threads that are always like, "What's the creepiest thing you've ever seen?" I swear, like eighty percent of them are like, "Well, I used to work at a nursing home, and at night, blah blah blah." I'd be like,
2: or a mor- morgue.
1: Yeah, something just like awful. They're always like old people at like the <laughs> fucking nursing home, just being terrifying, being like, one of them. Like the other day, I was reading one. They're like, "All of us used to say, like, the kids really want the cookies, so we have to take them back to the room." And they'd be like, "What? Like, there's no kids here." oh yeah they they were just and all the old people did it at the same place
0: (laughs) i was thinking though about this do you think that that has any correlation to like maybe werewolf mythology that like maybe back in the day because you know the sun goes down and maybe some like random old person in a village flipped the just flipped out and just started like murking people and people were like vampires uh werewolves
1: i think the werewolf mythology kind of more ties into people like it's more like based off of just people's like actual like hidden, hidden inner self that they like let out at night and go do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily killing. It's more just like a sociological like, oh, this person we got beat off like, on
0: a tree after dark. No, not mm-hmm. even
1: that. Like this person just like this calm like family man and then goes out and does like hangs out with all these. Like, partiers and stuff like that. I think it's more just, like, basic than just old people moon. Was it moonlighting or whatever it is? <laughs> sundowning. Yeah, sundowning. Moonlight. Moonlighting, 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 bro. <laughs> it's something like that. I, I, I meant to look it up, but obviously yeah, I yeah. didn't.
0: Well, no, but I guess it is a real thing. And I looked it up on Wikipedia. Trust it. And of course. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia says it's a real thing, boys. Pencil it in. But no, so yeah so now grandpa's talking to uh Becca and she's kind of bringing this whole little scenario up and as she's talking to him he's putting on a tux. And I didn't pay attention to that at all. Did you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like I as soon as I saw the the little you know the tux shirts have like the lines in it like the little folds, I was like what is is this dude doing? And he had a bow tie on and I thought trying. he was going to volunteer. In a Something. tux so like it's not a, just a suit like suits you wear to work. Like suits are just like normal like you know white shirts, but once they have those pleats and the little like cufflings, you don't wear cufflings to to go to work?
2: To volunteer?
1: No, it's bro. like, it's Step Brothers. hard to keep bringing this movie up, but when they show up to the interview in the tuxes, it's hilarious, because, like, they're wearing tuxes, and, like, mm-hmm. this dude putting a tux on, to me, it was just jarring.
0: Well, I mean, he's old, dude. I just assumed all old people wore, like, tuxes <laughs> every day in the fucking 50s. So, like, when he was putting a tux on, I'm like, my guy looks sharp,
2: bro. That's, that's it. <laughs> the tux. I'm not gonna lie, my first job interview, I went in a three-piece suit at Winstead's. In three-piece suit <laughs> you had the vest on bro i had it all i had it all the tie the vest the suit did you get it i got the job yeah <laughs> my was...
0: fucking boy dude <laughs> all right perfect segue nick what was what was your first job interview and what did you wear
1: oh dude it was village Inn, so i like went in there and like jeans and a t-shirt i was just like i was i was applying to be a busboy man it wasn't that okay okay my sister worked there already dude i, I was so in... you were a walk-on man yeah i was like uh mm-hmm. when can you start guy after the interview you know not mm-hmm. like it will call you
0: Shit, bro. Me, dude, my mom, she uh, dropped me off at a temp agency. And uh, <laughs> At what, what age? Like 15, bro. And I don't think you can even legally get work, but the motherfuckers worked with me. And uh, similar to you, sir, I walked in that bitch in a full suit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm next to these Mexican dudes, bro, they are about to get picked up by a van, just wearing jeans and dirty fucking shirts and stuff. And I'm just in the middle of this room. And I even had like a box, some type of pastry I was going to give them. 15-year-old me, fresh, baby-faced, fucking bangs down, just a suit, bro. And I'm just sitting there in this chair, just waiting to be like, all right, who's toilet? am my cleaning?
1: <laughs> I love the concept that your mom dropped off at the temp agency. Dude. Bro, my mom
0: did that like three times in my life. Like, she must have been fed up at that point. She once like, <laughs> when I was 15, once when I was 18, and then another time when I was... No, nah, it was just the two times. Once and I was right after the day after graduation, she did it, too. She's like, no, nah, you
1: ain't you ain't sitting at home all summer, boy. Yeah. You gonna- <laughs> she was like, oh,
0: you want to take a year off before you go back to school, son? No, no, no. no. Nah.
1: <laughs> There's no years off. You don't have to go to school immediately, but you,
2: you're going to do something. Damn.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that happened. <laughs> How the hell did we get there? Oh, the tux. Okay.
2: He was supposed to be going to a, a costume party.
0: Yeah, he was mentioning, like, I got to go to the costume party in the... Fucking Becca puts him on blast, bro. She's like, "I don't think there's a party pop pop." I
2: think you're mixing it up.
0: And he's got to do that like old people thing.
2: Oh, oh sorry. Oh,
0: yeah, sorry. My my
1: bad. <laughs> yeah, that part actually felt bad for him. I was like, man, like this dude <laughs> has dementia or something. Like it's it's eating his brain. And he's gonna have to do something crazy to these kids or something. So I, at that point, you know, you still don't really know that it's not that that what the circumstances with them. So I still think it's the grandparents. I'm like, what the fuck happened? to these grandparents that made them so crazy right now. Like what's going on? What are they doing? Like what are they involved in? Is there aliens? I thought aliens.
0: That's what I was about to bring (laughs) up. So did you guys see the twist coming? Like, don't give it yet, but did you guys see it coming?
1: Uh, Not that early. The early on, I thought that it was going to be some, I thought it was something that was controlling
0: them. You thought um, it was possession.
1: I thought it was some kind of possession yeah. or something. We we're going to learn that something
0: in the basement. And your head went to aliens.
1: Yeah, or something. Yeah, aliens, something's taking over them because like I like it. Something like that. So I was kind of like getting tricky. I knew M. Night Shaman was going to throw something crazy, throw a curveball at me. But the curveball was like a lot easier than I thought. And I just kind of overthought it, I think.
2: Yeah. I definitely thought that after uh, their daughter left, their mom left, that they just kind of started going crazy. And maybe they were starting to look into other ways of coping with it. And maybe they've gotten to some spiritual shit. And, uh, yeah, I definitely thought that they were getting possessed or there was a demonic presence in that house.
0: I can see that. I can't remember what I thought when I saw this, but I remember I just thought it was mental illness, probably. I just thought it was crazy old people. But no, okay, I was just curious how, like, if it was...
1: Yeah, it wasn't obvious at this point. Yeah, at this point, I was still thinking something like that. But a little later on, I could say that I think I...
0: You started to see the cracks? Yeah, the next thing you actually have on
1: your list is what kind of tipped me off to... Oh, I think I know what's going on.
0: Yeah, because uh, the next scene is Grandma tells uh, Becca, like, Oops, I spilled some muffin mix on your laptop, and it only got on the camera. And yeah. she you put the degreaser on the camera? Like, wait, what are you cleaner? putting that
1: on it for? <laughs> oven cleaner?
0: They stayed in an oven. That was actually really smart. Like jumping too far ahead. But yeah, like that was something to think of, right? Yeah,
1: and like it was really smart for like the old a good like you know, like sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, oh man, that was smart what that kid did. Like that, oh, that was a nice move by the old lady. She
0: was putting wow. up numbers in that little sign. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I'm just gonna mess this up real quick. You ain't gonna get me like this like if she did it and she turned around and just went checkmate bitch yeah (laughs) it it was
1: a solid move it it kept her everybody on the ropes for at least three more days you didn't know what was going on
0: yeah and after that happens uh tyler is immediately suspicious he starts to question everything and becca's kind of this voice of reason that's like no no this happened because that they did this because of that so and uh they talked to their mom on skype and it's kind of the same thing the mom ends up jumping on Becca's side and telling her that, like, oh, Tyler, you're just kind of overreacting. Because I think at this point it's when they bring up, like, the crawl space thing and shit. And yeah. She's like, oh, we used to do that too.
1: Yeah, at this point, though, like, I was re- really heavily with Tyler because obviously we watching scary movie. But the house, the house is immaculately clean all day. Like, every single thing, the glass is clean, everything. So you're telling me grandma, who cleans this beautiful house every day, Doesn't know not to put some like oven like grease cleaner on a damn laptop, that got me. I was just like, nah, like that was purposeful, obviously. And Tyler's right, y'all need to listen. I hate any scary movies when people like have the hunch and they try to say it, but they sound crazy, and no one believes them. It's just like it hurts like me inside because I I couldn't imagine being in the situation when you're when you know something's wrong and everybody
2: else is like, nah, it's cool. Props, props to Tyler for uh, doing that and not falling into that uh, white guy category of, oh no, that's no, fine. Oh no, we're good. No, no. Rebecca definitely fell in that category. Tyler was more like, oh no, something's not right here.
0: He definitely fought his tropes. Yeah,
2: it must have been the rapper in him.
0: <laughs> it was that like pinch of ethnic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was
0: the street smarts, bro. He, he got it. Yeah. And also, while they're on the Skype call with the mom, and she's still on the cruise at this point, they mentioned that. Uh, her man's in a hairy chest competition. I'd win. You got hair on the chest, man? Oh, I got taco meat
2: for days. My boy. <laughs> yes, <sir.
1: laughs> I would be last place, bro. I have nothing. I have, like, a little bit. Like, it comes in, like, right in the middle. But I like to, like, kind of, like, brush a little bit, like, when it's wet to make it look. <laughs> yeah, kind of trying to try... it out a little <laughs> Kind of trying to puff it up, bro. I'm like, <laughs> look, I'm like, damn, I look like Burt Reynolds, bro.
0: <laughs> bro i have a happy trail that never ends yeah it like goes it up, wraps around dude. it goes up the gut bro
2: like straight up and it literally only goes right here in the middle like a happy trail uh, i'm just a fucking forest dude i just it's all over goes you know wraps around never ending you know goes right down to you know yeah it's the hairy lady. guy i would win i would win the hairy chest and the hairy cheeks contest but what the I mean. ladies stay for bro <laughs> <clears throat>
0: and after this I got. I was kind of confused by this next part because I think the grandpa snatches one of their cameras and he like walks up to the grandma while she's like in a dining room having a cigarette and is it supposed to be like a seductive moment
1: Does, is this the grandpa I don't think the grandpa has a camera I think that is Becca I think it was Becca are you sure I'm pretty sure because I don't it, see any reason why the grandpa would have I think she walked up and she was just smoking a cigarette
2: huh and then the scene ended fairly quickly yeah
0: like I don't get what was the point of it didn't make sense
2: the only thing i got out of that was you put the cigarette out in the teacup i was so confused i was like what the (laughs) fuck
0: like i feel like her whole demeanor was different in that moment like it was this kind of like i don't even know how to describe it like to me it looks seductive to
1: me a little bit those two because there's another scene where she's in that same room in a rocking chair i think those scenes are supposed to be like kind of a callback to how she hangs out when she's at the in, in, when she's in, in the institution, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of just like her living her like normal day, but her normal day is not being at this house. Her normal day is usually at a
3: hospital.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, so okay, so after this part, Becca's in the kitchen with Grandma while she's cleaning or cooking. I can't remember what the hell she's doing, and uh, Becca's trying to ask her a question, and she kind of ignores it. And this is the part uh, that I remember from the trailer, where the grandma goes over to the oven and she goes, "Could you clean the oven for me?" Or she says, or is it the wording she used? Can you get in the oven and clean it for me? Yeah. Yes. And she's like, after you do that, then I'll answer your questions. And so this is a really tense moment because you know something is up and she's asking this young girl to get in her oven to clean it. And you're in your head, all the flags go up. But you think as a kid, you wouldn't be like put off by it?
1: So my whole life growing up, my mom's like, my mom, my grandma, when she was alive, she was very, they were very like, paranoid about me like messing something up so like my whole life it was always like don't touch the oven don't touch that like don't touch this like if you go downstairs don't go by the boiler don't be touching that don't be messing with the lights don't be messing thermostats thermostat so i my whole life i've been trained not to do something like that dude so like immediately like it was just always like nah dude like you get near the washer don't don't go in that washer don't hide play hide and seek in there
2: yeah.
1: like it was always something like that so my like i would have been like nah dude i ain't getting in the oven
2: yeah, I definitely would have been. I definitely would have said no. What threw me off was when she was like, "I'm, I'm too big," and the oven is huge, and I'm looking at the little grandma like, "And you too. Your arms are obviously longer. You can, I know. I'm not getting in the oven."
1: Man. Yeah, it's not like she couldn't fit, and it's not like Becca's that much smaller than Grandma either. Like, I'm not getting in the
2: oven. Like, and don't ovens have a button that says oven clean and it cleans itself? I don't know about that. I don't be cleaning my. Oven. Oh yeah, <laughs> there is, but
0: they're old, man. They wanted to do it by hand. Like
2: that. Yeah, I would have gotten in though. Would
0: you've gotten in, Chris? You know, uh the way I was raised is when someone tells you to do something, you don't question it. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. So I like for to hear you guys like any scenario where you're like no. It's crazy as fuck to me. My grandparents asked me to fucking climb inside of a goddamn Literally an oven. Literally, I can't think of anything else that's, like, more shadier than crawl into this oven. They tell me to crawl into an oven, bro, I would have probably done it.
1: But this isn't just, like, your, like, normal disciplinarians. It's, like, these old people that you just met.
0: Even more, you want to be respectful to your (laughs) elders. (laughs) I guess. That's that's me, you know? I was always raised like that. Because my mom was hardcore, like, you know what I'm saying? She had that fucking wit, bro. Like, I was in check like a motherfucker. So if anybody, like, an authority figure tells me to do something and I'm younger, I'm doing it.
1: Okay, I mean, fair. Can I think about that, too? Like, when you're, like, now looking back, you're like, oh, I wouldn't have done it. But when you're 12 and someone tells you to do something, he's like, yeah, sure. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: What do you need me to do? Like, you need me to go outside with a fork and pick up all the leaves like that? Okay. Sure. Yeah, well,
1: that you. makes sense. Yeah.
0: Why not? You don't yeah. got a
1: rake on hand. It's you, cool. You know, it's <laughs> best, yeah.
0: <laughs> it sounds stupid, but sure. So, yeah, I probably would have done it. <clears throat> and she goes into the oven, and nothing really happens. But it's a very tense moment. You're expecting it, but it never comes.
2: Yeah, I thought it was going to be a
1: if I'm not r- mistaken myself, in the trailer doesn't don't they show the oven being closed on her? So it's kind of like a what do they call it, like a red heron where they show you something and you think it's gonna happen because they kind of like tricked you in the trailer.
2: No, they did. She did close it. The second time she got in the oven, she got in the oven. The yeah, second so like time. they
1: could, they could, but you don't even think that there's going to be a second scene yeah. with it at that point. So you're just like ready for it to happen, and that's one of those where you like gets you real tense. The, the heart starts beating a little fast. Yeah, and then it's just like over, and you're just like, man, I guess that's not going to happen.
0: You think that's a uh, callback to the uh, Hansel and Gretel story?
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. You got the old lady in the kitchen. But the Hansel and Gretel, doesn't the old lady get pushed in? The old lady goes in the oven.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's a play on that same thing because, you know, it's in Hansel and Gretel. She's trying to eat the kid, right? And,
2: and the grandma's just feeding the kids sweets. Nothing but sweets the whole time they're there. Also,
0: Hansel and Gretel,
2: that's a good callback. Yeah.
0: Also, Red Riding Hood because the wolf is pretending to be your grandmother.
1: <laughs> a lot of callbacks are like the old, like, original movies. Yeah. I think
0: – M. Night's kind of good at that kind of stuff. There's definitely a lot of, like, lore you could trace back on this movie.
1: As much as, like, it's, like, a smart film and, like, does stuff like that, it also, like, do you know, like, like uh, have you seen, like, Get Out? Uh-huh. So, like, Get Out, like, every little thing, like, you see in the movie kind of calls back to something eventually. And I felt like in this movie I was very much, like, looking for every single little detail to have a meaning. And then, like, a lot of it just, like, didn't ever come back. And you're just like like this like the cigarette scene and you're just like well, why did they do that like made no sense
0: yeah i can see that i mean also though there was a lot picked up mostly through dialogue though most yeah. of the, most of it's like uh small things in the dialogue but um so after this she does the interview um doesn't she try to like loosen her up ask her some bullshit questions yeah i think she's asked
2: uh, what's I your favorite know. uh animal you would be Yeah. And she said a grizzly bear, which I was kind of like, what? She said grizzly bear? Yeah, she said a grizzly bear. Yeah, she does
1: say like a really strong
2: animal. I was like, what? Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's strange.
2: Yeah, I was kind of like, okay. throw like grizzly
0: in front of it, especially. That's very specific. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because like I would say bear, but I wouldn't think like polar bear. Right. (laughs) Because I'm kind of pasty.
2: Brown bear. (laughs) I'm kind of
0: pasty. No, but, um, so yeah, so then she finally, the whole point of the interview is to ask about her mom, right? She wants to know about her mom's childhood and all this stuff. Uh And immediately, I can't remember, because she interviews her a couple of times, and each time she reacts differently. It's always something creepy and, like, random as shit, what the old lady does. Yes. I don't remember what she did the first time. All I got is that she spazzed out.
1: The first time she just spazzes out, like, she doesn't do anything, like... Starts pulling on her hair. Yeah, she just like kind of freaks out. It's not like the second time she does something very pointed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to say it pointed. I don't know that word. So good. <laughs> That's a good word. Uh anyways. So the interview stops. And
1: uh and speaking of interview styles, like it's not like she butted her up with those questions, but there wasn't like build up like how was mom when she was younger. It was just immediately like what was, did mom do in the most traumatic life moment of her life? On the last day before she left. Forever oh i
0: didn't catch i did catch it but you don't think about it like there was no like cookie cutter questions yeah, yeah. it was just she went immediate. straight like 60 minutes like th- <laughs> where are the bodies yes
1: yeah, <laughs> so, so the spaz out like kind of made sense to me it was just like oh like that was probably a traumatic experience for her like that makes sense why she's having this crazy reaction and she's over here crawling in the middle of the night like right. she's not stable
0: and uh so at this point that's when tyler is going to try to set up a camera in the living room because he's like i want to see you know what this lady's doing at night while we're upstairs in the room, and Becca brings up, you know, I have filming integrity, sir, which is
2: ridiculous, bro. Shout out to Tyler once again for thinking ahead of the game.
0: Yeah, but you
1: don't have integrity when you're asking these questions first. You're not trying to be, you know, like, just the way you – come on. (laughs) Come on, M. Night. Like, she
0: says she doesn't want to film them unbeknownst to them, right? Yes. But, like, aren't they already doing that low-key? Like, they're filming their entire house, so –
1: it's already invasion privacy, is what we're saying. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so
0: Becca shuts that idea down. And uh, so the kids wake up again at night That after 10 o'clock. So there's like this 9.30 thing. For some reason, it's like clockwork. At 9.30, stuff starts to happen. And they're hearing noises. It sounds like somebody running outside their doorway. And uh, so they go and check out the hallway. They open the door. And the grandmother like, has her hands behind her back. And she's like doing this Naruto run, right? Yeah. Back Ooh, and forth. Yeah.
1: Just gets in it. Like she's like, hard stop, just like, sprint, stop, sprint back. Just it was.
0: And uh, they're just kind of watching this for a minute. And eventually she goes back, like, into a dark hallway. And if anybody's seen paranormal activity, you know what happens in the dark hallways. All of a sudden, grandmother's crawling straight towards them, doing this hard ass bear crawl right towards the damn door. And the kids just slam the door and lock it. And they, again, kind of just look at each other and go, like, that happened. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I always call this, like, that scary tactic, like the bow and arrow. Because, like, the bow and arrow, you pull it back. So, like, the grandma's running, 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 and then she kind of disappears. And then you pull it back, and it just shoots right at you and just, like, gets you. like So, you kind of, like, get on edge a little bit. Then you're just like, nah, like, maybe she's gone. And then, boom, they get you right then. And I kind of love those because those get me, like, every time,
0: dude. Yeah. So, They're kind of, like, playing with it. They're setting it up. You know it's going to come. You just don't know specifically when. You can't time it, right? Yeah. So, you can't predict it.
1: And also, that <clears throat> the thing that they did that was really smart, I think, for the movie was they kept on looking at the clock. So, you think that it's kind of like some oh, at 944 or whatever, some exact time, like the paranormal thing. So that kind of throws you off the scent of what the problem really is with the grandparents. Mm-hmm. At least for me, because I was just thinking, oh, aliens, demons, I don't know what,
2: yeah, but it's something. I, I was just always wondering, what the hell is the grandpa doing? Is he just, like, knocked out? Would mm. you stay up? I mean, if my <laughs> wife was running around the house having some crazy scene, I would definitely go. Fetch my wife every night. I feel like after like
1: the first month, I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna sleep in here. I'm gonna lock the door. You can do whatever you want. Crazy shit out there. We 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 can save our marriage, you know. But Uh, (laughs) you're gonna stay out there that night. I ain't gonna deal with this.
0: (laughs) My girl literally just showed me this like TikTok of a couple that post videos of uh, the wife sleepwalks. (laughs) And so the husband's like laying in bed, and the wife's kind of in the bedroom, like playing on the floor with shit, like doing puzzles all types of random stuff she's doing in her sleep and the husband's just kind of in bed mostly just ignoring her every now and then he looks over and he's kind of like covers his head like what the hell is she doing and i think that's probably you know imagine that's probably what this guy's been going through you know times 50
2: yeah
1: Yeah. okay
2: now that you uh mentioned that i mean i guess it would make sense to answer my own question you don't wake people up when they're sleepwalking, because it's... You kind
0: of just let it play out. You
2: just let it play out. So I I guess now I can understand why he's not getting her.
0: Especially if, like,
1: so... It's a deal-breaker if it's, like, you meet the girl and, like, she starts walking around at night. But if you're married for, like, 30 years or something like that, then that person that you're with and you love for all this time all of a sudden starts, like, doing this at night, you kind of got to deal with it. And by dealing with it, you just got to go to sleep.
0: So if your girl just started, like, sleepwalking, man, you'd be cool with it. Like... Twenty years from now. It, Twenty years from now, bro. How much you've been together for five years.
1: Five years is a long time, but so five
0: years isn't enough?
1: If she's scratching up the damn doors, dude, I've <laughs> much painting. If she's if, if she's pawing at the doors like a cat, nah, dude. Like we're gonna we're gonna go to some specialists first, and if we can't figure it out, I
2: don't know. I don't know how it's gonna go. I'm just gonna start <laughs> popping Xanax before you go. Just start dropping Xanax in your drink at night. Shit. <laughs>
0: Man, that would be terrifying, bro. She all of a sudden just starts, like... Imagine if she does verbatim what this lady in this movie does. Just starts sprinting. Just puking
1: everywhere. Oh, my oh God. God. I'd be like, you gotta clean that up in the morning. Like, yeah. I know you've been up all night, but... <laughs> just just roll over. I
0: can't just wake
1: up and do this every day, baby. Come on.
0: Man. Imagine if your chick just, like, sleep-cooked. Oh, Ooh, that'd be great. That'd be, nice. that'd be perfect, bro. Just
2: wake up to bacon. Until she burns that house down. <laughs> yeah, until she doesn't go back it's- Playing with puzzles on the floor in front of the TV until
0: she walks over your bed and just drops like a frying pan full of oil on you. Oh
1: in your sleep. fuck! Ooh, nah. See, sleepwalk is not going to work for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a deal breaker. breaker.
0: <laughs> We'd definitely be like in
2: different rooms and not have like a lock on my door. Yeah, yeah. My shit would be bolted with three different locks. That I'm not not dealing with.
1: This. The kids would be in a safe room. I'd be in a safe room. You could the whole
2: house. You could do whatever you want. Mm. <laughs> We're just gonna unplug the oven. Just put a GPS tracker on you. Be <laughs> alright.
0: So, after this scene, uh, seeing the grandmother crawl, they all go on a walk. The kids, once again, brush this off. Like, you know what? This is our life now. Jesus, take the wheel. And uh, they go on a walk the next morning with the grandparents. And uh, the little brother, he's like, uh, they're behind the grandparents a good distance. At
1: this point, hadn't the doctor stopped by?
0: Not yet. Different I think one? I take it back. He did, but I bring it up later because it was, like, such a minuscule conversation okay, that I didn't yeah, think it was worthy of mention. So we'll pair them together.
1: You got yeah, yeah. it.
0: Yeah, so, um, So the brother starts mocking the way the grandmother was, like, running through the house with her hands behind her back. <laughs> and he's all, like, doing this gallop and shit. I
2: thought that was hilarious.
0: And the grandma ends up turning around while he's doing it. And the sister gives him no notice whatsoever, which I feel like was a dick move.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. You... But I guess Grandma does. She really know how she runs when she sleep.
0: That's what I am saying. That's what I was gonna ask <laughs> you guys. Do you think she knew what he was doing?
1: No. Um. I think Grandpa knew. Grandpa probably wasn't happy. But
0: well, they never bring it up. But you think that would kind of piss him off, Ryan? Yeah.
1: I'd be mad, dude. I'd be like, "What this little dude talking shit on my wife?" <laughs> his grandmother
2: about her dementia.
1: About, I know, uh, man. I uh, he'd got his ass whooped in the in the woods.
0: <laughs> in the woods, <laughs> you
2: know, when watching.
0: And uh, also, at this point, they show the grandparents, like, looking into a well.
2: I like this. I, I like this part because, at first, I thought it was pointless. I just thought it was so pointless that they had this, that scene. And then, at the end there, it made it made a little more sense to me.
0: So, maybe at the end, you'll be able to explain it to me because I never understood the point of that. Oh, for well. real? Oh, we'll, we'll get to that
1: <clears> later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because, at the last, no, we're, I'm not going to talk about it, like what happens, but in the last ten minutes, like, five minutes, they throw out, like, 30 things at you that just like oh like rapid fire like yeah
0: there's like a hundred things of exposition
1: yeah yeah which is kind of annoying that they don't like kind of slow roll it but i get it
0: and uh so right after this part the kids are where the hell are they bro are they in the attic are they in the barn because that becca sets tyler up for an interview so this is the first time he's like in like a selected scene and by the way this bitch picks some fucking fire backgrounds
2: yeah, the barn was nice. The For barn, barn and where
0: she ends up, and the next one is even better, bro, with the road behind her. Yeah, but we're not gonna behind. we're not there yet. So she's asking Tyler, and once again, what you said, she doesn't ask like casual questions. She's like, so how do you feel about our dad walking out on us forever? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like a lead off. just straight. That's that's the first go-to question, bro. And he's like, I'm okay with it. Like all like, you know, he's really is the word jovial, jovial, jovial. He's real, you know, cavalier about it, real, like, it happened, you know, he just went and did his own thing, which seems like a healthy reaction to me, at that age even.
1: It felt healthy, but it also really felt like I have all of my emotions behind my eyes and bottled up, and I don't want to say them.
0: But do you want a kid (laughs) that, like, just starts instantly bawling at the mention of it? I don't want him to ball,
1: but I want him to be like real about it. You know, you need, he needs to have that real life because if you're not being honest about it, then you're gonna eventually have a little psychotic breakdown. Probably. Yeah,
2: he was definitely <laughs> pushing it back. He, like it, it messed with. That's I think that part was sad for me when he said that. Like, no, nah, no, nah, that's fine.
0: Because she yeah. was pushed, she was prodding at him, right? Kind of yeah. like, yeah. are you sure? Are you for real? Because he walked out fast.
2: I liked uh, his. I don't. I, I think this was the scene where he talks about his football.
0: Yeah, because uh, she asked him for, uh, he brings up a story, right? Yeah. Because it's real random the way he brings it up.
2: She said, convince me that you're okay. Convince me that it was fine.
0: And then he tells this story. He was like, you know, I was doing peewee football, you know,
2: at the time. I don't know how old he was. I can't remember how he said. He, uh, he was like eight. He was a free safety back there, and he was the last guy to protect the end zone, and their big, big, huge running back broke the line and broke through the hole, and mm-hmm. he just froze up and just couldn't move. He missed an important tackle.
0: and He
1: just couldn't move, and then he thinks <laughs> that. and Then he kind of correlates it in some way to his dad leaving, but it wasn't even like the year his dad left. It was like <clears throat> later on. He said, he, he
2: said after that his dad <clears throat> came, patted him on the shoulder, and left
1: didn't yeah. say nothing. Woo. <laughs> dude, so um so my dad is like a lot of the times like my coach and like he was my coach once too and it was awful. He was he was rough, dude. <laughs> and the worst part like getting coached like and running all stuff like that's fine. But the worst part is when you like when you know you just like had like a tough game and then you had to ride home with your dad. It was just like, man, he was like he was just like Make you feel so bad, like on the right on the ride home because you know you messed something up and you like would just like ruin the game. And
0: bro, I went to one practice with this dude's dad, and I said, Fuck this bro chris,
1: chris wasn't a runner before this
0: i was not conditioned this is like at the age of eight this was
1: this was soccer too and this you was, weren't ever a soccer person this
0: was young dude i remember it was like when the fuck are we gonna touch a ball deal <laughs> <laughs> Never we're not even wearing cleats or shin guards what are we doing out here man running this is running this is track and field right. sir <laughs> but no nah, so yeah um my dad was always cool. My dad was real mellow, bro. He never... He didn't dig in. Because like, I played a lot of basketball when I was growing up. And my dad was always real... You know, when I, when I had a rough game, bro, I was always fucked up about it. I fucked myself up about it. So he always kind of saw that. Because like, I remember there was games where I cried afterwards. I was that upset about if I had a poor performance. And my dad was always really good about kind of just letting whatever happened sink in. He didn't double down.
1: Yeah, my dad was like the type where he's like, why are you mad about this? You weren't practicing on Monday, shooting around, you know? You weren't out there on Tuesday getting ready for the game. Why are you going to be upset about this? After, I'm like, damn, like, we just lost. It's cool. Like, I'm <laughs> going to be mad about it. Like, I could have won it still without that.
2: My dad uh, definitely won the lottery and never came back, so, yeah. <laughs> he he just left one day, so I, I never uh, – I had my mom. My mom was there my, uh my uncle – and they're always big supporters, never uh, you know, like like you said, you know, you had a rough day, I fucked I'd fuck myself up more about it, and they'd be like, Hey, let's go out and get some Sonic or something.
0: So they're real positive reinforcers. Yeah. They're just like
2: Yeah, I didn't
1: have that with sports. Everything else in life was cool, but sports is like, nope, like you messed up.
0: I still remember when your dad uh, her dad his dad coached like a quinceanero we had to do one time.
1: Oh man, even like a day. That dance. was hardcore, bro. <laughs> Like, other kids quinceañeras, they're doing, like, four steps. We had, like, three dances. We were doing, like, a waltz. We and her, the... His
0: dad is real blunt, bro. You sucked. He didn't say it <laughs> in that way, but that's how it felt in my, like, teenage mind. That was awful, bro. He's like Chef Ramsay, bro. Like, Gordon Ramsay from Hell's <laughs> oh, Kitchen. God. That's his dude's dad, like, in terms of direction, you know? He's a real...
1: And it'd be, there was, like, six, like, there's, like, maybe 12 couples that are doing the dance. So if you messed up, stop. Chris. Can can can, do, can you do that right next time? you be like, in front of everybody, like, yeah, I'll try better. Sorry.
0: <laughs> his dad's a cool dude, bro. I love his dad. My deal is fucking awesome, bro. But when, in terms of, like, when he's giving direction, man, the dude's are just real stern and blunt. <laughs> deal. Love you, Theo Fred. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, yeah, so he brings up this football story. He correlates it to that. And we're full. That's questionable. I might even look into that. Fuck it. This next one, this whole next part's just gonna be like a picture of us. Cool. So, Tight. Anyways. Hopefully you got my good side. <clears throat> right. So uh that uh, so now the kids go back to the well and they're putting a bucket in the water. And they bring the water up and it's nothing, right? It's just dirty ass water. Dirty water, dirty. dude. Dirty. It looked like piss to me, so I thought maybe it was like a sewage line or some shit. But no, evidently, like I said, you guys are gonna tell me what the fuck it is.
1: I thought it. I thought there was blood in it when I first when they first pulled it up. It was like so kind of red, but it's just mud.
0: And uh, after this, this is when we were talking about when Becca does her interview on the fucking country road, bro, and it's beautiful.
1: Ooh, perfect, perfect lighting. The every like somehow the lights behind her, but there's no shadows on her face. Oh man, it was like one of the most like beautiful like interview shots I've seen
2: in a while.
0: Yes, I was like, mother of God, this chick really is going to be like Scorsese of documentaries.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you, she's got a bright future ahead of her.
0: And at this point, Tyler, he brings up finally, like, listen, you whore. You asked these wily ass questions right off the get-go. Why don't you look at yourself in mirrors?
3: Mm.
1: Oh, he went hard on Yeah, him. He, he went, went He hard. went
0: deep, bro. He went for the jugular. And uh, she, I noticed she did do that because there's a scene earlier when she's, like, editing because the computer's right in front of a mirror. And she kind of looks up at him, and she's kind of looking away real quick, like, if not trying to stare at herself.
1: Yeah, then there's before that is her brushing her teeth and she's just like standing completely turned around for mirror. Cause he says uh,
0: like she brushes her hair with like her back towards the mirrors and stuff. She never looks at herself and um, I know why she did it, but can you guys like give a summary of why she does it again? Maybe you can do it better than I can. Cause I feel like I do it half-assedly.
1: Why she doesn't look in the mirror. Yeah. um, It's all the whole, their whole trauma that they kind of, put back on the kids is always going to be back to when their father left so that she's just like kind of ashamed of herself for that her dad left and that she doesn't want, she doesn't want it so she thinks that she sees herself as the problem so she can't look in the mirror which is I think the summary of it which yeah, kind of shaky but
0: So she kind of blames herself for it
2: Yes mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, I was just going to say maybe she thought you know teenage girl I'm ugly uh, no boyfriend. She didn't have no two dudes on her phone when she was on the way. It was Tyler was the pimp. She was just kind of, <laughs> you know, not getting no action or nothing.
0: So she was just ashamed that she had. She's no- just
2: ashamed of her body.
0: <laughs> I mean, she caught the ugly, bro. Yeah, Look at the ugly. And uh, he also points out that her sweater's inside out at this moment, bro, which oh. is savage as fuck. Like we're on camera right now, and your sweater is inside out, you dumbass.
1: I mean, if if you spent your whole fucking life not looking at a mirror, you're going to put some shit on backwards every once in a while.
0: Bro, I look in mirrors and I put shit on backwards sometimes.
1: <laughs> backwards? Like straight up?
0: Yeah, dude. No, like inside out. <laughs> like, I've gone to work before with my shirt inside out and, the, like, the the emblem and shit is, like, backwards and nobody comments on it, which is frustrating to me. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, there's, like, around. name tags like the back of it, just, like, fuzz. Yeah, <laughs> and you see, like, you know, the part of the arms where the sleeves are. It's, like, that part that sticks yeah. out. And it's, like, how has nobody pointed this out to me?
1: He's, like, man, Chris had a rough morning. Something, dude. Just let him live.
0: And uh, so Becca admits that uh, later, it's a different scene of her holding the camera to her face, and she's like, my dad gave me a card when he left.
2: A fucking card.
0: Yeah.
1: You gotta leave at that point, dude. What'd what you get a card for? They ain't
2: gonna help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would've thrown the card away. Props to saving the card, but...
1: Did she save the card? Did she say she did I can't remember if she
0: kept it. <clears throat> I just know that the next scene is her with, like, home videos of, like, her dad in the background, and she's like, just so you know... You're going to be nowhere near this fucking documentary, bro.
2: And it's in the documentary.
0: <laughs> like you just see kind of the silhouette of him in the background, right? Yeah. You can make out his face, though. You
2: can. You can make out features.
0: But, yeah, she does that just to spite old dude, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, just so you know, you'll be nowhere near this. <laughs> and uh, so Tyler starts to float the idea about checking out the basement. Because he you know, sees something's off. And Becca's like, no, nah, we're not going to the basement. And after this part, that's when you've been talking about a woman shows up to the house looking for the grandparents. And it's the second person. Because the first one was some guy in a suit. And they're from, I guess, the building they went to go visit?
1: Yeah, so the first person that comes says he was a doctor at the hospital. Which mm-hmm. he just says hospital,
0: so <clears throat> very vague about it. But the second
1: lady that comes, she says she was a patient, and she explains that it was a psychiatric hospital and that she's coming to visit the grandparents because they had been counseling. And she mentions all of the drama that's going on at the psych ward. She's like, they haven't been around for that. They are supposed to show up. And they both make it clear that the grandparents have kind of been MIA from from their volunteer positions.
0: Ah, okay. So you explained that way better than I could because that whole thing just melted in my brain. So so this is the part where you started to get an idea of what was happening.
1: Yeah, so there's obviously something wrong at the psych ward. And then there's obviously they've been missing. So that kind of put my brain to, well, the they somehow talked to the mom and made made her feel comfortable enough to send the kids. And so at some point, the grandparents are normal enough to be able to have this volunteer position. And be okay, but and then recently they're not showing up. So something's wrong with them. Maybe they got possessed now, or maybe something happened, like, really recently, And because they haven't been always crazy. So yeah. that really just, like, put me on alert to, like, a whole di- bunch of different, like, options of what
2: could have been going on. I just, I kind of played it off, because they said that they weren't seen since Saturday. Kids arrived on Monday. So I figured Saturday came, Sunday, whatever, <laughs> Monday the kid grandkids are there, they're taking time off. You so know? you had
0: a really practical thought about it as yeah. it was going down. You were like, hm, makes sense to me. Yeah, I
2: was like,
1: Yeah. Know, you call in from work though, like you call in and say, I'm not gonna show up today. It's not just not gonna show up, especially old people. Old people I feel like have an like have an obligation to tell people where they are because if they they don't answer the phone for like thirty minutes, <laughs> you're like oh, I think they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> If you're old, you got to check in with the people every once in a while.
0: You're responsible to everybody to let us know you haven't died yet. <laughs> right. For real. I like that summary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next scene, Becca's hearing music in the house, and she's uh, laughing and shit real loud. And as Becca's approaching, she's kind of explaining, like, yo, we're about to see Grandma's favorite TV shows her and Mom used to watch together. Ooh. And uh, she walks into the living room, and the grandma's in a rocking chair pointed directly at a wall. This fucking cackling, bro. That's the book definition of what cackling is, fellas. <laughs> and it, to, once again, for me, hair stood up on my goddamn arms. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for some reason, a rocking chair with someone in it just going back and forth, like, violently, like, because rocking, like, normal is fine. But if someone's going back and forth real quick, more faster than they should, especially if it's an old person, that kills me dude that scares the shit out of me like rocking chairs like doot doot doo. like the conjuring i think had the scene where the witch was in there holding annabelle in the rocking chair when they open up the room and she's fucking doot 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 not going slow that shit stuck with me i see that in my nightmares
2: listen rocking chairs in general you shouldn't have one in your house (laughs) no no. they fucking rock when nobody's in them and they're just it's like a little i feel like that's just a portable portal to ghost, you know, ghosts see that and they're like, oh, rocket chair.
1: And to be honest, they're not that comfortable. No. Most of them are like wooden. They don't really have too much cushion on
2: them. I and mean, you're sitting straight on something like, it's not it. The rocking chairs aren't it. Mm-mm. But at this point in the movie, is when I was like, full possession. Shit's going down.
0: You've solved it. Yeah. In your mind, you're like, yeah. I know what's happening. I was like, this is possessions. Right. Wrote a little fucking post-it note. Yeah. Predictions. <laughs> Got this.
1: <laughs> yeah at this point though is when my girl guessed exactly what was happening like she just like told, she's like this is it she'd never seen the movie she never even like seen the trailer for it and she was like get told me exactly what it was and i was like oh like you think so so that's i don't take credit for like getting the idea because I, I was still in possession kind of but she, after she said that i was like oh you're you're probably right like this all make this all that adds up to make sense That so this is like the end
0: so, like, this is kind of off subject, but my favorite thing in the world, bro, is showing people movies. It's something I inherited from my dad. Like, when we get together, bro, my dad loves just putting on some random movie that pe- he knows people haven't seen. So, for me, part of doing this, part of the cathartic experience is, you know, allowing you guys to do the same thing. Like, going into a movie blind, like, for me, is like, oh, I get to show them this movie. And to hear, like, you watch it with your girl, whenever I watch it with my boy, other boys, bro, and they're like, oh, yeah, me and my girl watched it. Me and this dude watched it. I don't know if you watched it alone or not.
2: No, I watched it with my girl, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, to me, that's, like, a cool thing to, like, be, like, to put people on movies. And I'm, like, always curious, like, all right, what did you guys think of it? So, like, how how'd they feel about it?
1: See, 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 my girl she hates scary movies like she is
0: like hates them isn't scared of them or she just doesn't fuck with them
1: like she gets super scared and she doesn't like how she gets super scared because like most of the time when she watches scary movies like we avoid them because she has trouble sleeping afterwards like and she right. never has trouble sleeping and she's just like super super scared like that like she's someone who if it's an emotional movie she's gonna cry If it's, like, a scary movie, like, where, like, there's, like, a slasher film, she's screaming at the TV. She's very, like, visceral and like, how she reacts to stuff. So, like, these movies, like, kind of stick with her. This one didn't, though, for some reason. Mm -hmm. Because I think that the premise was just kind of, like, a little ridiculous and, like, maybe didn't stick with her the way some, like, paranormal activity kind of movie would be. Where it's like, oh, this could happen to me in my house.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm convinced that my girl does not like scary movies because we'll watch a scary movie, she'll be fine, and then when it starts to get down, I'm gonna <laughs> go <to> sleep. <laughs> it and just to passes out and just goes right to bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <clears throat> every time, every, any movie we watch, once once it starts to hit the fan. Your girl's uh, a uh, Mexican,
0: sleep. right? Yeah. I think that's the Mexican thing because mine does the same thing. Mine is like, yeah, let's fucking watch movies, bro, and then like about three fourths of the way into it hey i'm gonna go to bed just tell me how it ends all right yeah i'm like "Ah, fuck okay (laughs) i guess right when
2: shit starts to get crazy it's like all right i'm out like oh thanks Mm. but
0: no so that's i was just curious about that so okay so now
1: so in the rocking chair scene notice what we're talking about um
0: i can't remember bro what the grandma says because she walks up on the grandma and me personally dude i hate awkward moments i'd have been like you know what we're going to leave you there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Grandma's doing her thing. Let's... Um, I believe the grandma mentioned that she has the darkness and oh. cackling, laughing about it, keeps the darkness away. Bro,
0: look at the note I wrote. It says cryptic emo stuff. It says cryptic emo stuff. <laughs> but, a, yeah, I do remember
2: her saying the darkness,
1: keeping the darkness away. That's some emo shit. Yeah. That's, that's some 2007 Bro, I read this, Chris I, stuff. I
0: heard uh, this like YouTube meme recently. It was like... Uh, one of my boys posted. It was a picture of penguins like walking down the stairs, and it says like me and the boys going to the principal's office after asking the emo chick if she gets jealous of her phone when it dies. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's all I think of. But nah, so yeah, so she was just saying some very. I didn't really pick up on what she said. It just kind of seemed to it like it's, seemed it seemed to It kind of seemed like emo just random stuff.
1: Yeah, and this is like a point where the movie really, really just picks up in like the craziness of everything that happens, and it's kind of like. All scary movies have that point where everything is built up, like for the first hour or so, or however long they want to do it. And then the roller coaster goes down for the whole, like, rest of the 30 minutes of, like, this is insane. This is crazy.
0: Yeah, this is definitely where it picks up because yeah. immediately after this scene, Becca runs to go talk to the grandpa and she Ooh. runs into the shed <clears throat> or the barn or the stables, whatever the fuck it is. And uh, she walks in on him with the shotgun in his mouth,
2: just deep throwing the shotgun barrel.
0: And as soon as she notices him, he, like, goes, I was just cleaning it.
2: And picks the rag up off the ground.
0: I was cleaning it, you know? Super, super cleaning it.
1: <laughs> this is, I put my tongue in the barrels to clean it. Like, come on. All right.
0: And she kind of just, you know, she obviously sees him with the gun in his mouth. So she's kind of like, uh, you should you should go check on Grandma. And then she kind of dips.
1: Which I thought was super, like, I, di- I guess I didn't get why his character was just sitting there with the gun in his mouth. Like, Obviously, there's something wrong with him, but like it just like you got your plan, like you know, you're going wait until the weekend to get after these kids. You know, like I don't know why he was sitting there just ready to ready to die today. At that point,
2: he was tired of his wife's shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> the, sleepwalking. the sleepwalking, the sleep, sleep deprivation is making shit. you crazy,
0: dude. Something, man. I don't know. I think that was just. It was a shock scene. It was purely <laughs> a shock scene. It was kind of just to make you go like, and it worked obviously because you see it. It's like, oh shit.
2: <laughs> i thought great. he was gonna pull it you thought so i thought his whole i thought she was gonna be like hey grandpa and he was wow like, just
0: oh that
1: would have got me dude brains off the back like oh shit that would have mm-hmm. got me i would have been freaked out because then you wouldn't even know when the movie was going to yeah then, if grandpa yeah. does that
0: but yeah i think the whole point of that was just to show um yeah just to surprise you just to show that they're not in the right state of mind mm-hmm. even more so than we already thought and um so after this, finally Becca's like, you know what, Tyler? Fuck uh what's sword? And fuck uh filming integrity. We're gonna put out this camera and we're gonna see what's happening at night.
1: I feel like that 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 should have just been we gotta go. Yeah. That one should have been we gotta go, now let's put out a camera and stay another night. Cause that lock didn't look I always like look at the lock on their bedroom door that they're staying in. Didn't look that strong. Just you know little, like some locks are built into the doors this is just one of those little sliders that was just like kind of screwed in like you I, I ain't i ain't trying to stay in the house end the night
0: yeah because it's literally like a stick of gum right like a metal stick of gum what it looks like yeah it's nothing
1: mm-hmm. it's nothing and grandpa has a shotgun we didn't know this before <clears throat> hey, where the gun come from yeah if you're gonna put it in your mouth you might put
0: it in anything. they do never bring the gun out again
1: <laughs> yeah for real it was just hanging in the shed
0: but no, so after this point, they put the camera up in the living room, and uh, we get this scene of uh, Tyler flipping out about not having any tissue in the restroom to clean his hands. And Becca has to, like, scream his, hand, uh, scrub his hands for him. And I think that's just them kind of reinforcing the idea that he's a germaphobe still. Kind of like, hey, remember, this kid, he doesn't like germs, just so you see.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the whole, like, middle part of the movie, they just, like, completely ignore the germaphobe part. Yeah. And so then he was like, we have to bring this back somehow. Because I thought, I completely forgot about the germaphobe part, and I thought that something was actually on him that we couldn't see. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, oh shit, like he's about to get eaten by something. He but,
0: definitely goes into like crackhead mode of like, uh, <laughs> it's there. I, I don't see it, but it's there. I thought, yeah.
1: they're, I thought they were about to wake up the next day, and he's just going to be acting like the grandparents, or something like that. My mind jumped to that, kind of. You
0: are like, the parasites got him.
1: I was like, they got him. Becca, you got to get out. Leave your brother.
0: And so while this is happening, we go to the living room camera. And uh, we see the grandma walking into the living room, and she's, like, slamming a door, Ooh. a closet door. We don't know where the door leads to. Just over and over. Pop, pop, pop. And then she kind of walks off camera. And then she pops up directly in front of the camera and, like, screams into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's she's like
2: growls. She's looking loud, really. Loud. And
0: I'm not going to yeah. lie, dude. I jumped like a motherfucker.
2: Yeah, that part got me, too. And things just pop up on the scene it always it always gets me it's the music this yeah it's
1: definitely the dun yeah they throw you like a lot of sound at you like i don't remember <clears> though when she do you see that she crawls under where the camera was
0: no she literally just walks off screen and then
1: yeah. she comes back under the camera yes, yes. she yeah, pops they, up
0: on because it's like on a mantle i think
1: because it definitely got me too and just another gripe about like the found footage kind of thing is when she she jumps up on it she grabs a camera and comes and like runs and goes and grabs a knife and then, like, also runs up the stairs and drops the camera right in front of the door. And then she, like, has, like, a perfect framing of herself in front of the door with a knife. Now mm-hmm. she goes up there and that bar. I was just like, you can't just throw a camera on the ground and have a perfect view like that. It it bothered me.
0: <laughs> That's uh somebody else said that for a found footage movie. Uh, some dude was like, how does it fall on the perfect angle? I'm like, because if it doesn't fall on the perfect angle, we're just staring at a wall, bro. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's why it happens,
2: sir.
1: Like, I get it, but, man, come on.
2: Just just give me, like, I don't know. I just have a gripe with found footage, I, mean, I guess. Grandma's got to have some twenty twenty vision to seeing the camera in the dark behind the things that were on the counter.
1: Hey, where do you think Becca got this film to die for the filmography
0: from, Shit. bro? <laughs> Something, man. So she's, like you said, she's standing outside the kids' door with a knife, like, twisting on the knob. Does she bang on the door, too?
2: I thought she stabbed the door. But I'm not sure. I
0: think she just twists the knob because the kids, they show them, they wake up. They're, like, reacting to the knob moving.
1: But I don't think they know what's going on because they don't really show a huge sense of urgency to like, to get out of there. Because no. I feel like if it was banging on the door, they would have been a
0: little more scared. So they ignore it this night. And then they do review the footage. And I don't see how once you see the footage, bro, that's it.
2: You're gone. I'll leave. I'm walking down the road, hitchhiking.
0: Yeah, they're playing outside with them. Just like mom. Cause like the next day they're just playing
1: outside by themselves and they're scared to be inside, and like you you can walk down that road and just be like, hey, like neighbor, like, can you call police or something for me? Like, okay. I like
0: this part when because uh, they grab a ball and they're like, look like you're playing, <laughs> and he just has a ball he's throwing up in the air and pretending to drop it and shit,
2: spin <laughs> around,
0: and Grandpa's just like, oh, they're playing with the ball, like he just like, doesn't blink an eye to it. She's like, Tyler, do cartwheels, more cartwheels, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> look like you're having fun, bro. <laughs> that part's crazy so at this
1: point it's friday right
0: yeah because now they're trying to uh skype their mom right yes and uh she just says we got to keep our distance from them until tomorrow and uh she says something about i need the elixir though before we leave which is a really weird fucking choice of words
1: oh yeah i thought i was like did i miss like a An elixir, tangent that dude? was talking about like a fucking like
0: i thought of uh you guys have seen water boy right You know the part at the end when he has the Eskimo water? Yeah. That's what I thought she was looking for, is like some Eskimo water, bro, like an elixir.
1: Yeah, I pictured a vial. Anytime
2: I hear elixir, there's a vial. Because
0: I played a lot of Skyrim, bro. Skyrim, (laughs) that's what one of the potions was called is an elixir. And I was like, obviously, like you said, a vial.
2: I I definitely went back to my RuneScape RuneScape days when I heard that. (laughs) And I was like, what are we what are we looking for here? I was like, did I miss the the scene, bro?
1: Like what's going on?
0: Right. Are they trying to open up the portal to fight the daedra, bro? What's going down? So uh, Becca decides at this point to interview the grandpa. And uh, this was kind of random, actually, because she was just talking about how they don't need to be anywhere near them. Yeah. And uh, grandpa talks about a factory job where he saw something. He worked the nights at the factory and he saw something white with yellow eyes running around and that the job fired him after that. And Becca's like, oh, we never heard about that. And he's like, oh, because that happened after your mother left. And uh, that was just a random little thing to throw out there. I don't think that ever adds up to anything. I know he brings it up later, but it still didn't. I didn't get it.
1: That, yeah, it doesn't like that whole tangent doesn't have like an actual wrap up. I think it's just kind of to show that he's fucking nuts. Yeah. And that's probably what actually happened to him and how he lost his job and how he. I was just like, possession.
2: There's a demon he saw at the job that's chasing him around. I'm still on possession for this whole movie. And it, it threw me. I ain't going to lie. The movie threw me at the end. I was like, what the fuck? Because I was thinking possession. Of, I was like, hard uh, on possession of for a while, dude. But then... Darkness, yeah. yellow eyes, you know? Like, oh, fuck.
0: Mm. And uh, she also asked the Grandpa during this interview why he doesn't just visit and he doesn't answer. But that leads me to believe at this point she's still, like... She's still willing to, like, get to know them, right? Yeah, like Like, there's still, like, some hope there.
1: I wrote down in my notes, I said that on Thursday and going into Friday, everything that happens with the grandparents is weird, but still there is some kind of explainability to it all. Mm -hmm. So even the first thing that I I would say, argue that isn't explainable, that is kind of like out there is when the grandma grabs a knife on the door. But also you can also say like she was sleepwalking and just being like, she felt threatened and just like got scared and grabbed the knife.
0: I would say the biggest red flags are when the grandpa assaulted the guy outside the school and when he has the shotgun in his mouth. Because that's pointed to something violent that could actually cause harm to you at some point. Yeah. Even the grandma with the knife, though. But at the same time, it's like, it's a grandma, bro. It's an old lady. What's she going to do with that knife?
1: (laughs) The shotgun in the mouth was definitely like a big, big, big red flag. Yeah. Like I said, I'd got out of there then. But it's all still like plausible. Like he's crazy. You already know he has dementia. He's dressing up for parties that aren't even happening.
0: And so after this part is uh, when the kids see that the woman who visited the house earlier has returned. And she's actually talking to the grandparents now. And she looks upset. She's kind of pointing at him a lot, pointed behind her a lot. And you see the grandparents kind of motion for her, like, no, no, come, come this way. And she follows them somewhere. And at this moment, isn't that when the kids decide... Have
1: they Skyped the mom yet?
0: I think that's when they Skype the mom. At this point, they're like, okay, while they're out of the house, let's let's talk to mom real quick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is where... This is and, where... And... Uh, they figure it out. Or does it happen later on?
0: Oh, no, that's later on. Okay, go ahead. Do-do. Because Tyler <laughs> mentions, like, later on, he's like, we didn't, I didn't see her leave.
1: Dude, that was, like, such a like, <laughs> obvious, like... Yeah. He was like, she's obviously dead somewhere.
0: 100%. He's <laughs> like, like, hey, this lady totally just came over and didn't leave. Right? <laughs> Where did she go, bro? <laughs>
1: He's like, she's dead, Tyler. That's what happened. You're in a horror movie, bud.
0: And so at this point, <laughs> Becca tries to interview the grandma again. And grandma starts talking about some like wily ass sci fi fan fiction story.
1: Ooh, yeah, that was creepy. And uh, I went back to aliens when I heard that. I was like, oh, I knew it. Aliens. (laughs) Bro,
0: they're out in the farm, dog. It's possible. Yeah. But no, and Becca's like, all right. So she tries to bring up the mom again. This is the part where you said where her reaction is very pointed. Yeah. Because she starts like, I think, like, uh, ticking her head back and forth.
1: I think she does that, then she starts smacking herself, like, square yeah. in the forehead, super hard, over and over and over.
0: And then Becca catches it this time, though, and she's like, alright, alright, hold on, hold on. And she starts framing her question as a story, which I thought was smart. And kind of to to um, disassociate the grandmother from this actual event, so the reaction wouldn't be as powerful. Uh-huh. And um, that's when uh, she kind of answers it, right? Doesn't she actually, like, go along with it? She's like... What if there was a girl who left the house and mm-hmm. she had a fight? She hasn't seen her parents, and what would you say to this girl or whatever? And that's when the grandma's like, um, uh, "I would tell her I'm sorry or something."
1: Yeah, she said, "I'd want to see her or something."
2: Something I, very similar to that. I forgive her and stuff.
0: And that's and then uh, Becca later later says like, "That's the elixir." Yeah. Yeah. Which is a stretch, bro. <laughs> yeah. They like... call that an elixir. <laughs> so elixir, define elixir. It's something to heal or to fix, right? Is that a safe thing for elixir? Yeah. It's a cure. A cure, a medicine. So she thinks that like something's wrong with her mom. She thinks this mom needs this elixir, right? That's what, yeah. her, that's what her definition of this is. Mm-hmm. She thinks she can repair her mom, which is interesting.
1: Yeah. Very interesting. Thank you, pair mom after. Oh,
0: wow. This is this is a big stretch. Like I feel like they didn't need all that. But then again, I guess that's the whole point of the documentary, right?
1: Yeah, that's the whole reason that the kids wanted to go out there is to kinda of, like fix their mom
0: in a lot of different ways. Okay, so I kind of see that. So but that's I guess defining what the elixir was supposed to be.
1: Yeah, and I guess they're kind of playing on like the like the kids like are probably a little naive and they think that just like an apology on camera will make their mom realize that she can
0: see their her parents and something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's after this point is when the kids Skype with the mom while the grandparents are outside.
1: And they finally fixed the... They the finally guy, got all the grease off the camera, so... Yeah, they, they managed to
0: fix the camera. And the mom, like you said, it's Friday. This is her first day back from the trip. They're not supposed to get picked up till Saturday. But uh-huh. they call, and Becca's like, you need to come now. And at first, the mom is like, don't you know that that's going to put all the types of wearing shit on my car?
1: <laughs> Dude, if your kids say you got to come now, you got to go. go.
0: And they're trying to explain it to her, but the words aren't quite doing it. So they end up taking the camera to the window like, here, look, they're acting really strange. And it's at this point we get the twist, the big reveal. And the mom build, hams it up. She goes, kids, kids. I don't know what to tell you. And it's literally like it takes 30 seconds for her to get the words out.
1: That part pissed me off so <laughs> fucking much,
0: dude. You got to say that shit direct quick, dude. Like as soon as the camera's at the window. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's got to be get out the house, kids. You've been staying with some random old people, dude. Like You got to say that pointed. Get out the house. Call 911. Do whatever you got to do, but you got to do it quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, because I mean, bro, like she's literally like, "Oh my god. What?" I just I kids. What? Listen, listen to me. <laughs> That's more or less what she does, right? Yeah, it's yeah. so much. She's like, "Sit down cuz you're not going to believe
1: this." She didn't say that,
0: but And like, just like we're doing to you right now, audience. That's not their fucking grandparents, all right? They're as we've been kind of alluding to obviously that's those are strangers this woman doesn't know who these old people that her kids have been living with are
1: it's a crazy reveal because a lot of times reveals come in this like super climactic way in in the worst moment when a villain is explaining their motives and all this and kind of gives you the twist but you're kind of just sliding in the movie at this point down that like roller coaster of craziness and as soon as as soon as she says that that's not that they're your grandparents, you knew you just know immediately things are gonna hit the fan. So I really just love that reveal apart from the way she said it because they're just building up that tension. But as soon as she mentions that this is not their grandparents, you know shit is gonna hit the fan immediately.
0: So you didn't see the twist coming at all. At, at that, that point. point- I, oh, you said your girl had already pointed yeah, it out, Yeah, she pointed
1: right? it out, and I knew that when they got the camera fixed, because they kept on talking about the camera. So at that point, I was just like, okay, I think it's not their grandparents, but I don't know what it is about the grandparents. It's not them. Yeah. But when they show them out the window, I was just like, okay, I obviously know this is going to go this way.
2: Hmm. When uh, the mom said that that wasn't her grandparents, I literally was like, oh, shit, <laughs> out loud. I was like, oh, shit. See, so a had no clue that was coming? Yeah, no, no clue, and then I felt bad for the mom because your kids are telling you to come. You literally put your kids on a train to go however long to get there, and now your kids are just seconds away from a stranger, and there's nothing you can do?
1: Nothing you can do, except another stupid thing (laughs) that she does. Is She immediately... Doesn't call nine one one. She calls the police station directly, and she's like, "Oh, no one picked up. I might as well get in the car."
0: Yeah, and that's a callback to what you were saying when they're pointing at buildings, right? Is yeah. that they called the said the story they made about a guy at the police station who's never at his desk to do his job? Yeah, she, they say
1: that like really early yeah. on, and then they, it comes out to be true, yeah. which not good for the people of this small town,
0: right? <laughs> so the mom tells them like, "You guys just got to get away, run somewhere, run to a neighbor." But the kids get cut off by the grandparents in the house. And I think they actually played this pretty smart. Yes. Rather than, you know, flip out. There's, I mean, there's an awkward pause when the grandparents are like, how about we play a board game? And the grandma's like, and you can help me clean. And the kids pause for a second, but they end up just going along with it.
1: (laughs) Dude, this part is also like the grandpa's whole demeanor changes. So the kids are trying to play it off like they don't know. But to the grandparents. He's the definitely
0: gran- gotten more aggressive.
1: Grandpa comes in walking like like uh, you know, like have you seen Willy Wonka like the original one with the with, uh, I forget his name. But he comes in doing like some hokey ass little knee like touching his knees to his like chest, jumping around. He has a Yahtzee he like dice out, he's shaking them really crazily. Like he, yeah. He's a completely different like demeanor right after this point.
0: What's the word? He's really charismatic. Whereas opposed to his entire demeanor has been pretty, like, like I said, he reminds me of fucking Liam Neeson. just real casual, real cool, real calm.
2: But
0: he, now all of a sudden he's zany. Zany's a word. Zany's a good word for it. He's real zany, all energetic and, like, colorful and stuff. <laughs> and uh, they agree to do this. <clears throat> That's my fridge.
2: Do you hear that? No.
0: <laughs> it sounds like the teeth chatter from Hellraiser. That's what yeah. I <laughs> always picture bro like there's definitely somebody in my kitchen right now just fucking (laughs) so now they're trying to find a like an excuse to film outside and for some reason it never works out they keep saying hey we're gonna get some shots of the house outside all right but something keeps coming up every time it stops them
1: that really 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 annoyed me too i'm like there's doors, there's windows, there is every single opportunity you have to get out the house. And they should cut, like, three hours later, like, they're still there. Right. Yeah. I'm like, come on, kids, get out the
0: house. And uh, also at this moment, <clears throat> the kids are in the kitchen, and this is another time when the grandmother's like, hey, I need you to, she words it very specifically, get in this oven and clean it. And uh, Tyler's like, he even mentions, like, uh, what does he say? Is he like, how about we don't? Or as he say, I could do it. He's like, Becca, don't do it.
2: Yeah, he was totally against the idea.
0: And Becca's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool. I've done this before once. It's fine. And uh, so she gets in the oven, and this time she gets you know, the full body inside, and the grandmother shuts it. And once she shut it, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because she's even inside the oven like, hey, uh, grandma, can you let me out, please? She's really calm about it. Which is more than I would have done, because like I said, I would do just about anything an older person asked me to do out of respect at that age. But there's a certain line when you're like, "What the fuck, yo!" Yeah.
1: Once that door closes behind you and you realize it's locked and you can't kick out, you—I am. I'm not that calm, dude. I'm gonna be flailing. I'm be trying to kick it as hard as possible, like a thousand times, dude. At that point, especially when you know it's not your grandparents, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm freaking out this yeah, point. I'm losing my sure. head.
0: It was definitely a fight or flight at that point yeah and uh yeah she she was actually smart she played it smarter than both of us would have
1: at this point what what at what point do you think that the grandparents know that they know do you think that the grandma and grandpa the fake grandma and grandpa know that the kids are aware at this point because i I think they do know but I think the kids are trying to play it off but
0: I think that the grandparents know that they know I think once they found the camera I would say.
1: Once they found the camera, like... When the
0: grandma found the camera and she grabs a knife and she's like... Do you think she
1: was conscious for that, though?
0: No, but I think that by the fact that... Or who knows, actually. I don't understand how the state of mind works in and that And then situation. she puts it
1: exactly back in the same spot.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I was gonna... Did she even put it back? I thought it was still on the floor. No, she put it right back where it went. Hmm. And I was going to mention something, but like you said, I don't know the mindset. Like, if you're not awake, how do you know that that's there? How do you know? Do you remember it? Yeah. yeah.
1: So I I guess I just don't know at what point that the grandparents knew exactly that they know that they're not the grandparents. Not that something was weird or something was up, but that they didn't know who the grandparents were, which is like kind of like fucked me a lot about that movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, like I said, that would be my guess as to when they caught on. Or maybe when she caught the grandpa with a shotgun in his mouth. Or There's a lot of times. I don't know. I think progressively, this, the way this just like, uh, the way it progressed, I think this is about right because it's the night before they leave. So it's just been building and building. And obviously, what I'm about to say, um, she gets in the oven. She gets let out of the oven after a minute. Nothing really comes of the moment. And the kids again are trying to go outside. They're like, all right, well, we're going to go outside and get some shots at the house. And they open the door, and the woman that visited earlier is hanging from a tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bro. It's at that point, I think, where the grandparents were like not trying to hide anything whatsoever. That was exactly like, you know, then.
1: But also, really, really made me question
0: this kid's awareness. Like, like, how do you not notice a body hanging outside? How do you not
1: hear the struggle of a lady getting strung up by these two old people? That Like, it's probably, like, not, she doesn't go willingly, dude. And then she's been hanging in this tree for probably the whole afternoon. You didn't look out the back window not once, dude.
0: Nobody walked by a window <laughs> and went, huh. This is a bright house. They kept their windows open. Like, here I've got the excuse my blinds are closed.
1: Yeah, they saw, they would have seen every, like, come on, you gotta look out the back window and be like, huh, that's strange, it's lady's hanging out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I wasn't there before.
0: <laughs> and uh, so, and then the next shot is the grandpa just slamming the door shut and he goes, It's Yahtzee time.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's like
1: hopping around. He's
0: being like, he's like Tom Cruise on
1: Oprah's couch in that fucking, from that old ass clip. Like, he's just doing way too much at this point for me. He's I think,
0: like you said, this might be the part maybe where he's going a little far. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it fits the narrative, what he's supposed to be at this point. Like, the the mask is coming off. The facade is fading. Yes. And so, while they're playing Yahtzee, this is when the grandpa's cracks really start to show. Both of them, actually. Because, like you had said earlier, I feel like this whole scene is kind of painting of, like, a picture of what would it, it would have been like in the mental institution. Yeah. Cause like yeah. the grandpa is like I'm a master of Yahtzee. I never lose. Real confident. And the grandmother says something like, "You're not a master. It takes ten years." <laughs> like this real like random awkward exchange. Like that's what it would have been like. Yeah. Could you
1: imagine being the worker that like, you know, you're kind of some kind of CNA. You're not making that much money, and you had to go play Yahtzee with this motherfucker like <laughs> like three times a week, and he's just like fucking dancing around the room, just trying to kill you. You're just like, all right, like I don't <laughs> want to play Yahtzee today, dude. I'd get a new job.
0: I don't see how, the only thing that I that kind of shatters my believability of this moment is that if they're this crazy, I don't see how they held it together for five days. Like, I feel like this would have been something you'd have noticed from the get-go if they, like, let it all out this quickly.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too. Dude. They wouldn't
0: have been able to bottle that shit up for as long as they did if it was actually this bad.
2: They did a good job.
0: Because yeah. they did some, like, next-level, like, espionage, like, Russian covert spy thing pretending to be these loving grandparents for that first couple of days. They did
1: that, and like they also learned a lot about the grandparents and like the situation. They kind of they absorbed a lot. They for their state of like what they're showing on this Friday of them like just being a complete nut jobs. Like they
2: did a good job.
1: They put it. They put a nice little plan together. I wonder if they had like a little like you know like a manifesto or something that they like a rule book they planned by. Dude.
2: they're they're definitely smart for uh, being in a psychic ward. They definitely had shit planned out, and they were, like, on key with it. I was, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they started to lose it, you know, like when he started putting his mouth on shotguns. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and um, also at this point, so Grandpa's getting hyped playing this Yahtzee game, and Becca's (laughs) like, you know what? I got to get the, uh, I got to charge the battery. I got to get a new battery for my camera. She's like, Tyler, you wait here. And I can't remember what she does. Then she'd look at him a couple of times and goes, wait here. Keep playing. Or something like to distract him, right? Isn't that what she's implying? I think she means to distract him. but she goes to the basement.
1: That yeah. makes me so mad, dude. How are you going to leave... Your, Your brother, brother bro, <laughs> at the table with dude just, like, doing cartwheels around. the With old dude just, like, doing cartwheels around the table playing Yahtzee. Just, like, looking a mess.
0: Remember? Because this is the part where the grandpa just shits himself right next to <laughs> the old dude. He just hears his stomach go... Blah, blah. Oh, my God. I could have done so much without the poop scenes, dude. Did you just, oh.
1: When I heard that, I was like,
0: did he, did he poop? And then he just gets up and walks away like, excuse me.
2: The change is right in the re- uh, kitchen. Mm-hmm. He just drops his pants. Well, uh, no, that's
0: later on. Wait, you don't and, know, before that, that. and before that even, doesn't uh, the grandma go, like, dead-faced? And uh, the, that's when the grandpa goes, oh, it must be after 9.30.
2: She gets struck with the munchies so bad, I've never seen somebody eat cookies. Oh, yeah, dude, I forgot As fast as
0: she did. The grandpa walks away, and while he walks away, the grandma just starts shoveling cookies into her mouth. Yes. And she, like, turns towards the camera, and she, like, opens her, eye, her mouth really wide. And if I was the kid, bro, I mean, that's terrifying,
2: I'm shitting my pants at that time.
0: Because he even yells out. He's like, Becca. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he's yelling for his sis. At that point, I think you take the opportunity to take out Grandma. If it was me, I'm throwing throwing a right hand just across the table at Grandma, dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so at this point, we go to Becca looking in the basement. And uh, she finds, she sees all of, like, pictures and stuff of, her grandparents right
1: yeah it's all like thrown like in this like all their old
0: belongings and shit
1: yeah it's all in this like bin in the back and there's like blankets and stuff under it and she looks under it and obviously there's two dead bodies just sitting there who are the grandparents and also like can like can you just like put a body in the basement for a week and not just stank
0: Nah, dude, it'd be terrible. Like you yeah.
1: you'd smell that even on the third floor, I feel like, right?
0: Like yeah, because the fucking if a mouse <laughs> dies in your house, bro, it takes up the entire smell of the section of the house that's died in. Yeah. yeah. Like so, two, d- two dead big bodies. ass people? Yeah. Two giant bodies, bro. That'll yeah. that'll fuck up the entire like whole area of the house, bro. You
1: got to burn the house out maybe after that, too. Mhm.
0: <laughs> and uh she finds a hammer with blood on it. So you assume they got bashed to death with hammers, which is pretty cruel.
1: Yeah, and another thing, like, right after that, she puts a hammer just back down. Like, I'm, I don't need this. This isn't is going to come in handy. Definitely. Would have
2: kept, <laughs> definitely would have kept that. Like,
1: that pissed me off. Too. I was like,
2: get the
0: hammer, girl. You got a chance. with the hammer. And uh, doesn't she get cornered by the grandpa?
1: Yeah, she immediately starts doing, like, a manifesto. She's like, my name is Becca, whatever the last name is. I am here at this house. If you find this, and then you hear grandpa coming. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm and uh uh, doesn't she get like she plays this cat and mouse with him for a second but she ends up getting grabbed right yeah because
1: you you can't just really maneuver it was like i think all the lights are off in the basement too Mm -hmm. so she just had the camera light which every found footage thing they're always hiding with the camera and there's like a little light and like
0: if at that point why are you still holding the camera though
1: if it's dark and you have a light on your thing they can see that dude
0: like i feel like at this point the realism is lost to me because you put that camera down immediately like, you all, you've it. seen the bodies all right it's all documented now you're looking at the grandpa you need all your limbs for whatever is yeah. about to go down that camera's
1: flying at grandpa yeah like, it's that is a weapon it's a weapon. anything you can hold is a weapon
0: but doesn't she uh give like a you were talking about that right she gives like a testimony or whatever yeah. into the camera so i guess that was the point of it in case any if you find this oh sees the grandpa
1: and he's just like saying wacky stuff the whole time, right? He's just yeah. kind of like saying, like, because I, I remember him. I don't know if it's at this point, but he's like, starts screaming, He's like, we're all gonna die tonight. And you're like, what okay, if he Grandpa. just,
0: you keep comparing him to Willy Wonka, bro? What if he just sang the fucking uh, Willy Wonka song?
1: Yeah, the, the song or the part where they're like in like the,
0: the chocolate land, the chocolate river, and he's just like screaming, come <laughs> with me and we'll be. He does the imagination song, that one. Well, oh, the tight. part where
1: he's like, and there is no clue where we're going you know like that part yeah of Willy yeah wonka. Like, that's
0: what he reminds me of dude he's just like crazy like it's uh gene wilder right yeah
1: like every like part of Willy wonka from the part where he like falls and like just hops up after the cartwheel. that's a grandpa dude he's just doing too much and or like, hell bro
0: just the grandpa in that movie
1: grandpa Oh yeah. joe.
0: grandpa joe was exactly like that yeah
1: fuck grandpa joe you can't walk, and then, oh, you get to go to a factory. Oh, I'm
2: gonna get out of bed. I can walk today. Oh, so we got the golden ticket. I'm good.
0: Hey, hey <laughs> But no, so Becca gets drug up to a room, and they pass uh, Tyler's body. Not body, but he's unconscious on the floor. He's got, like, a mark on his forehead. Yeah. So he's been struck.
1: He's been, I mean, there's, like, a little red, some redness. I was expecting, there should have been, like, a gash or something to put me down for that long with. The murderous old people in the room.
0: I mean, he's 12, bro. I mean, come on. Do you know you can
1: bounce <laughs> back when you're 12 when you hurt That's yourself?
0: True. And so Becca gets tossed into a room. And uh, you're not aware of which room it is at first. At first you think it's like, oh, he threw her back in her bedroom. But then she turns around and, oh, it's the grandparents' room. And we Ooh. haven't seen the grandma yet. So you're just like, all right, she's, she's in there somewhere.
2: Did you see the lock on that door?
0: Uh-uh.
2: A big old square bolted lock. Right when she went in and turned around,
1: it was much bigger than the kids' room. Yeah, locked, it, was it was a different huge
2: kind of lock. lock. So,
0: you think maybe the grandpa locks himself in that room? I'd lock the door if, my,
1: if if she was out there doing that every night, dude. I'm locking the door, but also, like, it doesn't make sense why the lock's there because the grandpa doesn't actually live there. That's I true, there for a little while. Yeah, but it's cool because if it's the first time you see their room at all. And then you see like it's huge, like there's like a lot of space. There's the old like bed with the old like pillars. On the you side, really looked you
0: know? the house up on fucking Zillow, didn't you? Dude, bro? it was nice. a <laughs> nice house, dude. <laughs> this dude explained the layout.
1: I was the like, ceiling damn. was nice and yeah, ranch style. A, they got the the fucking fireplace in there, dude. In the in the bedroom. And
0: the Boy. bed they had that like post the posts on all
2: the corners and yeah, shit. Yeah, it was
1: a nice little room. V- the nice fireplace one. in the room was like we did it for me. I was like, Oh, that's nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice
2: touch bro. You didn't make it until you have a fireplace in your room. Once you have a fireplace in your room, you can officially say you made it. You that's made true. It.
0: Hmm. But no, so and then after this part, this one is when it's getting fun. Cause Tyler gets taken into the kitchen. <laughs> and uh the grandpa sits like the camera on the counter, so you just see Tyler's back. And the grandpa like walks up to him. And he whispers in his ear. He's kind of just making small talk. But then he whispers in Tyler's ear. He's like, I never liked you.
1: <laughs> I yeah. love that, dude. It was great. And then
0: you see the grandpa like take a couple steps back. And he goes behind the counter to where you can see him, but you can't make out his, like, below his waist. And then you see him start to look like he's undressing. He's pulling his pants down. And at this point, um, what did you guys think was going to happen when he did that?
1: I knew he was getting the the poop diaper out. But I didn't know, like, I I didn't know that he was going to use it as a a tool. (laughs) It's a
2: tool. I thought thought Tyler was going to be molested.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said out loud. I remember that this scene from the first time I watched it, this is my, like, memory. Everything that happens in this kitchen from here on is what I think of when I refer to this movie in my head. And I remember thinking when I saw this part, I was like, He's gonna fuck that kid. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he was shit. definitely not ever gonna do that.
0: Bro, that was in my head <laughs> yeah. instantly, bro. He's undressing and he's putting the kid in the corner. Like, ah, oh, bro, he's gonna touch this little boy. Yeah. He would,
1: he would have done it already. There would have been signs. There would have been some like build up to him being like <laughs> a fucking pervert, dude. Like, no,
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I just yeah. assume little boys and an old man. <laughs> That's it. I knew the poop
1: was coming. I didn't know that the poop was going on his face. I could have done without the whole I poop plot subplot. I said that from yeah. the get. That was the. It was unnecessary. We're, they could have gone. We're not there else.
0: yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> we're getting there, friend. We're getting to this journey.
1: It's unnecessary. Because
0: <laughs> the camera cuts to uh, Becca finding Grandma standing in the corner of the bedroom. This is like as Grandpa's taking his pants off. So we don't see yet what he does. Uh-huh. And. Um, that can start... I mean, the grandma starts, like, crawling under the bed, and she's doing her cackling laugh. Again, this woman has the cackle down. It's a great cackle. And she's, like, reaching her arm on top of the bed, like, from under. Like, it's great um, imagery, bro. Like, that's a terrifying picture.
1: Yeah, oh. there's a scene where she's coming out from under the bed, <clears> and, like, just, like, her face comes out, like, with the sheet. It's Like, someone's, like, you know, like, the alien giving birth, like, in the... Yeah, alien. you see,
0: like, the silhouette of a body going yeah. up in the blankets and rising.
1: Yeah, it was really cool, cool shots. And... The ver- it's like just dark enough in the room to not really know what's going on but also you can see like the grandma's hands and stuff it's it's a really cool like just how they did it and it's very it.
0: cool just picture yeah <clears throat> and uh they're flashing back and forth between this and the kitchen scene so down in the kitchen we realize like you said grandpa has taken his diaper off in fact <laughs> tyler his butthole is untainted he's fine
2: <laughs>
1: There's no molestation in this movie. No, molestation. no thank, <laughs> thank God. I might have turned it
0: off. There's no kid banging. And uh, so then you see he puts something on the counter, and you don't know what it is at first. I didn't. But you see the grandpa's put his pants back on. Thank God. And he starts to approach Tyler, and then you make out, oh, he's got one of his diapers. And he says something before he does it. I can't remember.
2: He says, You're a germaphobe, ain't you?
0: Yes. You're a germaphobe, ain't you?
2: pie in the oh, fucking face. Damn. It's not a God. pie. It's
0: shit. He put shit all over this kid's face. Oh. And he mashes it. And Tyler doesn't react at all. He's just arms down at his side taking the shit all over his face.
2: He's just frozen. He's just having an image of him on the football field again not being able to move. And yeah, it's a great uh, callback to that part. But oh,
1: it's unnecessary. Man, we didn't got to put poop on no one's face in
0: anything. That def- is
2: unnecessary. Definitely has pink eye. Oh, he's
0: definitely got pink. He's got pink face, bro. He's
2: got pink face. Everything. And the like, diapers, if you remember how the diapers had looked, it's not just a little shit. It's just massive shit in your face. It's a
1: grown man poop, dude, that just like comes out and just doesn't get the space to fully just like drop like a poop should. It just spreads out as soon as it comes it's, on the
2: face. It's like dude, a, you know? a bad grandpa.
1: Like it's just a mess. Uh-huh. And it's just on this kid's face and. At this point I'm just like man what what are we watching I'm
2: gagging at this point I'm, I'm, I'm like up.
0: what a twist right like who would have thunk we'd be here at this position guys we're watching an old man smear shit on a little boy's face Oh <laughs> and I'm grateful to have witnessed it with you guys <laughs> And so we go back to the bedroom scene and now Becca is like we've alluded to earlier. We get the scene where the grandmother rises with the sheets over her head, so she now she's like walking around with the sheet over her body, like a ghost costume. And Becca decides to turn around and stare at a mirror, and she looks at herself, right. Hmm. And as she's looking into the mirror, we can see the grandmother approaching behind her with the sheet over her head still, right and uh was there any significance to herself staring at herself in the mirror at this point is it kind of her getting over her thing at that moment you think
1: i think it's a little bit of a callback but it also is kind of
2: messy and not really like a good callback right room. it doesn't
0: really i think that's what it's supposed to be but it's
2: definitely a reach i think she <laughs> just knows that she's about to die and she's just like you know i gotta face my fears and i fear my reflection more than grandma so
1: maybe but the whole like first part of the <clears throat> scene where she's there is like like she keeps on panning and looking at the the um, the you know the tools that come with the fireplace, like right there. There's always like the little poker and like the little brush and all that stuff. And I kept on like thinking that she was gonna grab that to use as a weapon against her grandma. But then she's just standing in front of a mirror and gets her head just pushed straight into it, bro. Like so easily, just, just sitting there like a lame duck. I was frustrated with these kids at this point dude
0: yeah but then i mean after she gets her head smashed into the mirror she's like laying on the bed with like the grandma on top of her just assaulting her i say assaulting because i can't really pick out what she was doing
1: she's not really punching she's not biting she's just it kinda... looks
0: like she's doing all those things but she's not actually doing any of them <laughs> yeah. she's kind of just like like a dog playing with you right yeah. like a dog really rough playing with. yeah because
1: i think she's like supposed to still be asleep so I don't really get if the grandma was in on the plot to murder them. And maybe that was just, like, the grandpa thing because he was the killer and she was more just, like, a crazy person. But mm-hmm. I don't know. And and I don't know if they brought up the part of, like, why the grandma was in the mental institution at this point yet. Or does grandpa kind of tell that to the kid when they're downstairs?
0: They never say, I don't think. No, they do grandpa, say.
2: Grandpa tells to Tyler. So, yeah, you don't, you missed that part?
0: Yeah, like I said, I, like, I'm taking notes for a lot of this shit. So, I'm trying to type like, kid has shit on his face, <laughs> grandma has a blanket on her head. There's a lot shout, I missed. Shout so out it,
2: to Becca, though, getting her face smashed in the mirror and then quickly grabbing a piece of the mirror.
0: She grabs a shard of it. It was glass. super quick, dude. Yeah. She's like, pop. I, I didn't even me. know what happened because my girl was watching with me at this part. And uh, I just hear like this stabbing sound. Everybody knows what the stabbing sound is. It's like, and, uh,. <laughs> And then you hear, like, kind of blood spilling. I don't know why you hear blood spilling, but you do. And uh, I asked her, I was like, who got stabbed? What the fuck just happened? She was like, she grabbed a piece of that mirror that she threw her head into. I was like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, she got it, like, really quick with the quickness on it.
0: And so, yeah, so she, like I said, she turned into an assassin out of nowhere.
3: Yeah.
1: For sure. So I think they cut back to the grandpa right here, and he starts explaining why... The grandma was in the mental institution in the first place. He is saying he's telling Tyler kind of their whole plan in a way like villains do at the end of movies. And he's like, "I wanted to give her the week with her grandchildren that she never got because she killed, she drowned her kids. No shit. And and she put her two babies in a suitcase and drowned them. Mm -hmm. And that's why she was in the institution. And that's why she was looking at the well and the water like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And also to go back to it, she was talking about uh the pond and the the yellow eyes in the pond and that uh you can breathe under the water. So when you go and And,
1: and they're just giving that to the cuz she was like saying that whole story and she was like you need they need lives under there for the aliens or whatever yeah. she was talking about.
2: So I believe that she took her kids to the pond, put her kids in the pond thinking that whatever's down there is going to live their kids are going to live and be fine and she drowned her own kids and fucking went crazy
0: huh i literally it's one i typed four words grandpa is monologuing (laughs) i completely bro just blanked out that entire exposition that sounds important as fuck (laughs) holy shit yo as a researcher i felt miserably yeah that part really ties together i just put he said words (laughs) (laughs) holy fuck that's crazy though that changes everything That's so much more story and everything to the grandparents and character development. Whoa.
1: I mean, if there is ever anything to distract you from paying attention to what someone's saying is them rubbing shit in someone's face. That's true. (laughs) Like,
0: it became background noise to me at that point. (laughs) And uh, so, but also at this point, we saw Becca break the lock in the bedroom upstairs. And as he's giving this, you know, exposition that you guys were just talking about, he gets tackled by Becca, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: which is a poor like, you know, foresight because you just had a weapon that you, you know, broke a door with to get free yourself, and then she at some point running downstairs decided, you know what, I shouldn't use this giant weapon on old Grandpa. I'm gonna tackle him,
0: Puts yeah. it down. So she tries to like she does that horror, that uh, movie trope. She's like full on sacrifice, bro. She yes. tackles him and she's like, run, go, and uh, Tyler's frozen with shit on his face still.
2: Just shitty situation
0: yeah and becca gets overpowered right and the grandpa's like standing over and tyler fucking just decides to you know channel who's a good football player it's
1: khalil mac It's khalil mac right he here. just
0: turns into khalil mac he just yeah. straight sacks the grandpa and grandpa falls on the floor and tyler's about a third the size of the grandpa right which comes to what you've been talking about which how strong is he how strong really how which, I mean, I guess this is, you know, this is sus.
1: <laughs> like, Grandpa was supposed to be strong. And then Tyler immediately, like, he doesn't have good form with the tackle. He just kind of, like, shove tackles him. Doesn't go down on the ground with them. Didn't wrap up. Definitely didn't wrap up. Didn't wrap up. And just puts him on the ground. And Grandpa is out for the count. Like, he just, like, isn't getting up.
0: I like how he paces after. Doesn't he hit him the first time and he, like, takes a step back and he, like, gives himself oh. some running room and he's, like, talking to himself, like, he's like, make sure you wrap up. Yeah. Don't freeze up.
2: Tyler's <laughs> in straight practice mode at football now and is having flashbacks of his failed Misery and is taking it out on grandpa at this time,
1: and then he takes that fridge door and just goes to work just goes out with the
2: fridge
0: door just pop, 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 pop as like, he's yelling out football cliches, yes, <laughs> wrap him up, <laughs> wrap him up, <laughs> <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, he's just yelling, playing <laughs> <blank> her feet <laughs> as he's banging his head in the door. And Becca has to stop him, so we assume that he murks grandpa here, yeah, he definitely yeah, killed hard. him, dude. And um, after she pulls him off, he's still gassed up, and he's like, any more bitch-ass people here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tyler was definitely a beast, I believe.
0: Yeah, and after this, so while he's banging his head in the door, you can actually hear the police sirens getting closer. And uh, they finally, you know, pull up outside. The kids run outside. They see their mom with the cops. They're embracing. It's raining and shit, right?
1: Yeah. I was really ready for one of those. Grandma didn't actually get killed.
0: No, I thought the grandma was alive still too. And she was
1: gonna hit you right at you when you got to the steps, and she's gonna have a weapon and pin them down and just like make it a little more dramatic. But they didn't do that.
0: Mm-mm. And uh, there's a post interview with the mom after this.
1: <laughs> Before we get to that, can I just mention that? Like, I'm I'm really like I'd be like, man, my kids are like everything. I need to get save my kid. But if my my, my boy comes out covered in shit on his face i don't know if we hugging that line. i said that yeah. i said that to my
0: girl whenever he uh when the mom hugged him she's like touching his head and shit
1: like yeah, as soon like, as i
0: see i smell it i'm like mm, no you get a distance hug yeah we do handshakes
1: <laughs> like he had poop on his head and she was just like kissing him i was like no 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 no
2: what about the police always being fashionably late
1: so late like they waited for mom to get there and ride with, and roll together
2: uh, what's going on there?
1: It took, like, from the time when the mom called first, it was daytime. It was, like, morning, maybe. It was probably, like, 11 a.m., and the cops show up, like, 7.
2: Like, 17 <sighs> hours later.
0: Well, I mean, they do live on, like, a ranch. Oh, man, it's a poor response. It'd probably though. be <laughs> far from a police station, I would assume. Because, like, think about it. Like, Wyandotte County Sheriff's Department compared to, like, the legends. Like, it'd take a minute to get out there.
1: Like, 15 minutes.
0: Ideally, yeah. <laughs> and that's you know responding. Imagine you get that phone call: "Hey, my kids are at a farmhouse with two strangers." Like, there's not a lot of details that we have that they don't.
1: Oh, it's like it's m- like a
0: wellness check.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. not a wellness check, dude. You got to be like, my kids got kidnapped by two old people that I don't know. You got to go grab them. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pissed if I'm like she's not trying hard enough to get people there,
2: and I'm suing the police department.
1: I'm calling the fire department. Not the answer. police don't pick up. I'm calling anybody there. National Guard.
0: Bro, I'm calling the Wingstop that's down the street. I'm
1: like, hey, dude, my kid's getting kidnapped. You got to help him. Like, hey, Someone's yeah, gonna Jimmy me. John's.
2: Jimmy John's be there super speedy fast. <laughs> Orders, order him a sandwich.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's like, oh, there's someone hanging from the back door. Like, We should probably call the cops.
2: You know, I'm starting to think that that lady, because she was at the psychic ward, she was a patient there. Yeah. So I'm starting to think that when she went there to check on the grandparents, the grandparents weren't there. She went back to the psych ward to see maybe if the grandparents might be there. And that's when they're like, hey, these two people escaped. And she's like, oh, shit, they're at their house. And that's when she goes back. She I don't think, twice, she, right? knew. I don't think she knew. I don't think
1: she knew because she mentioned the first time all the craziness going down at the psych ward. So I think that she was aware that something had gone down, but I just think that
0: I think she pulls up and she's like, I don't know who these two people are. What are you doing here? But yeah. I think she
1: also probably knew who they were from being at the
2: psych ward.
0: You think so? Yeah, so she's yeah. like, You guys, what are you doing here? Like you guys can't be here.
2: You guys need to go back. And they're like, I can't look this, yeah, <laughs> this so is I all I think is that
0: this is all speculation. We don't know any about this part.
1: Yeah, and also I'm mad at the cops for, or whoever's in charge of the psych ward, like, you have to know this dude's capable of murder. You have to know that they are close with these old people, because they counsel them. They talk all the time. They had pictures, remember? A picture together they found in the basement.
2: And now they're not there.
1: And they disappear, and then all of a sudden those two people stop showing up to volunteer. Come on. You gotta do some detective work, dog. Come on.
0: You think you know? It would be cool if the movie had done like some foreshadowing with that part, like maybe some news bulletins or something in the paper or some type of posted sign about escaped inmates. But if they did that, that'd give it away. Yeah, that'd have been a dead That's ringer. True. So they couldn't like you know put that out there.
1: Yeah, the twist couldn't have happened. If the kids they put still would have stayed
2: it. and try to make it work.
0: Yeah, but I think <laughs> us at the audience would have seen it. But That's no. crazy. So there's the post interview with the mom. And uh, so we get, you know, the big secret is that she got into an argument with her parents. She slapped her mom. Her dad slapped her. And that's it.
2: She left. Typical white person thing. Right. Once your parents hit you, you run away because they don't love you no more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then again, that is kind of a big deal for you to hit your mom.
1: Yeah, I'd be, I mean, I'm a man, obviously. So hitting your mom is like, as a man is very different. But like if you punch your mom, yeah, you probably don't want to go back home and just
0: face the music. Yeah. yeah, that'd definitely be uncomfortable.
2: I was I was really <laughs> let down. I think that was the biggest disappointment, and the movie was the big reveal of the secret.
1: I think that was part of the. So I really wanted the movie to end right after that because it's kind of like a really morbid, like good way to end it. It was like, oh, this didn't have to happen. All I need to do is just kind of own up and tell you guys this, and none of this would have happened. So I really, really hope that it was just cut to black right there. But then, obviously, we didn't, and got
0: we yeah. got the post credit scene where uh, <laughs> the credits are rolling, and it's a little title card, and it says like my brother insisted that I include this in the end of the movie, and it's uh, her brother doing a rap, and she's Becca's in the background looking in the mirror, brushing her hair or some shit. Mm-hmm. So another callback to that, and the brother's rap is pretty much about what they went through and uh one of the bars i read some of his bars he's like he said i got a diaper shoved into my face for half an hour i used two whole dive bars to wash my face (laughs) This goofy (laughs) shit like that (laughs) but that's how the movie ends and that's the visit so overall what do you guys think how do you guys like it
2: uh, I like I liked it. I uh, I liked it. It was good. It had good plots through, it and it, it played through, and it keeps you guessing. You know, you're on the edge of your seat, wondering for so long. You know what's really going on, what's happening, and then the the twist to it. I mean, I mean, it had me. It had me. I thought it was possession the whole way, and it threw me for a loop right at the end. So I, I like when movies do that, uh, because I like to when I'm watching the movie, I like to go ahead and be like, oh, this is happening. This is what happened, and this is why it happened and stuff and then for that just to come around and twist plot like that it really left me on laid back like what
1: mm-hmm. see for me i thought that it was an awesome concept that was just like it's like kind of like leaves you like wishing that someone else got their hands on it with a bigger budget because i think that this was like a super cool concept very original And it could have been like awesomely done, but it was just kind of piecemealed together. They tried to make things a little too deep that weren't so deep. And it really kind of made me feel disappointed that this movie wasn't better because I really liked the concept and the twist could have been like just earth shattering, I think, in different hands.
0: Do you think uh, the style that it was made found footage was good for this movie or do you think it needed to be like just a regular film?
1: Yeah, I think that the found footage when you do something like that, you like it's like turn it's like you're playing Madden. Like you're not playing on all pro anymore. You turn it up to all Madden. Like you're trying to do the shit on a higher degree of difficulty, and that can just bite you in the ass when you're trying to make a movie, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like you do found footage if you wanna try to pretty much get away. It, it's a little bit I'm not gonna lie, it's lazy. Let's call it what it is. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause you know, you know, you wanna be able you can, because any problems with it, you can go like, oh, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to look amateur. That's just being authentic. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what that is. Um, I don't know, man. I, I like this movie, I always liked it. I always have this theory that the key to a good movie for me is dependent on the strength of your villain and the strength of your protagonist. And for this one, I can't decide. How do you guys feel about them individually? How are the grandparents and the kids? Did you like them as characters? Did you feel they were strong characters? Or
1: I really liked the kids. I liked the background that they gave them, and I really liked the actors. Like, I'm I'm surprised that with those, neither of those little kids have been popping up, and like you know, Stranger Things or other movies like that that have given them a better role because I thought they were super charismatic and fun
0: to be around. The girl was in a fire movie. I'll recommend you after this.
1: Oh, for real? Yeah. So, yeah, so I really liked their energy and they were fun to be around the grandparents. I thought, like I said it from the get, I thought they could have been replaced with someone better. And I thought that like their whole motivation scheme didn't really make sense in a, in that grand of a way that they're just going to kill these two people and then pretend to be their, these kids grandparents. So they can just have one week of the grandma being happy.
0: So it seemed kind of like a soft reason. Yeah. Stretch.
2: I think, uh, the kids were great. Uh, the grandma role was, I liked grandma in there. Grandma was fucking terrifying. Um, yeah, grandpa could have been, you know, a a little different. You know, I would have liked a couragely, couragely, cowardly dog grandpa in there.
1: You know, know, fucking like Willy Wonka grandpa.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it though. It was good. And, uh. Horror movies now, I seem like, are kind of whack. And I don't really like them because they're so predictable. But this one was good.
0: Definitely leaves an impression. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For me, I like the kids. Like, I'm kind of wrestling in my head, like, whether or not I like them or not. And I, yeah, I do. They were funny. They, the dramatic parts, they sold to me. And for me, I like the grandparents. I like the grandparents because, like you said, they could have gotten better actors, maybe slightly more known actors, but that would have messed up the believability. Because you want to believe that these are just two randos that have walked out of a fucking psych ward. And that's what we got, pretty much.
1: That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I think it kind of adds credence to what the director was going for in the sense of these just look like everyday normal people. They're not supposed to be, you know, polished. Yeah. So... I think, yeah, I liked them both. I think that's, that's a big factor for me when I'm deciding whether or not I like a movie. That's kind of how I judge whether whether the protagonist is weak, they're too much of a Mary Sue, mm-hmm. or whether or not the villain's too one-sided and one-dimensional. Like You see both sides from the grandparents. Like They're not just straight-up evil, horrible people. They're dealing with mental illness. Yeah. And that's a lot of what this movie's kind of putting a light on, I think.
1: I think so, especially giving you mental illness illness kind of in tears, you know? You get, like, the obviously crazy psych ward people, and then then the kids and the mom who have gone through their own trauma in their own way and are having to deal with that in front of these crazy people. So, yeah, it's cool.
0: It it is kind of a cool contrast now that you mentioned that because the kids are dealing with their own mental issues on top of, like, the, you know, extremities that the grandparents Uh are dealing with. You know, the, the little boy, not the little boy, the brother, you know, dealing with the whole uh, not dealing with his dad issue. The daughter with not being able to look in the mirrors. So, I mean, I think that's cool how they kind of, like, uh, shadow each other a little bit.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, But so, I don't know, man. Like, how scary do you think it was? I thought it was pretty scary. But like I said, that's specific to me
1: um i guess if you had to scale it i would say it's on like the higher end seven or eight because it had a lot of scenes that they had a good mix of jump scares horror images of like the grandpa like holding the shotgun to his mouth It's just like you know like that's just like something like you just like kind of see when you like close your eyes when you're scared it was one of those things so they had a good mix of that and just completely built up like some horror movies do this really badly is like the dialogue tension and just like the knowing of like something is wrong without like playing like overly doing the music and just like just knowing like just because of the what the characters are saying to each other and how they're saying it that something is just uneasy in the background and that really kind of sticks with you in a like a deeper way.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would definitely give it a solid seven. I give it a seven on the scale. Uh, just old people frighten me though. And then you're dealing with mental issues and dementia. Yeah, eh, eh, I give it a seven. It was one of the better ones that have came out.
0: I think that um, it's impressive and it shows the strength of the director in the sense that there's not a lot of graphicness in this movie. I mean, outside of the dude rubbing shit in a kid's face, there's not a lot of like stuff that makes you go like, you know, it's not hostile, it's not saw. There's not blood and guts all over the place. They, there really wasn't a lot bro it was pretty much just picking creepy imagery most of it to do with the grandmother like crawling and stuff and dealing with her uh sundowning and also the shed light on sundowning bro who the hell knows anything <laughs> about that like that's crazy that's so scary that that's a real goddamn thing
2: if, if, if anybody has grandparents with sundowning you know definitely record it And and, and exploit the fuck (laughs) out of it. Exploit it and just educate (laughs) motherfuckers. This is what sundowning really is. This is what happens.
0: Yeah. I mean obviously I'm pretty sure they exaggerated the hell out of it for this movie. I Googled, I didn't yeah, when I looked it up on once again, Wikipedia. The uh the the symptoms are pretty much just that they're irritable and they're erratic. So they're not necessarily, you know, they don't turn into, like, the creatures from the descent like this lady did, but
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> they get very, very, they can be aggressive, they can be erratic, kind of similar to what this lady did, but not to the extent that they showed.
2: I think there should be a movie with just a whole bunch of old people sundowning, <laughs> just like in this movie, and just play it you out. you call it Sundown? Yeah, just call it Sundowning. <laughs> <laughs> or the Psych ward, you know?
0: But no, so you guys already like scaled how scary it is. But I have my own scale that I do for this podcast. All right. I scale movies on a scale of one to six inches. Now, do you guys know why I do this?
2: So, how far you jump out your seat?
0: No, but that's a good guess. That's a good guess. I respect that.
2: I'm guessing it's
0: dirtier than that. <laughs> how dirtier? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like shit in the face, dirty or
0: <laughs> like penis dirty? See. No, I had somebody else guess one time. They're like, is that how far your mouth drops is the inches? That was a good guess. And also what you said, how far you get out of the seats. And you see how I came to one to six inches is I Googled the length of the average taco. (laughs) You sick fuck. (laughs) Dirty me, bro. Dirty yourself, dog. Say six inches, bro. I
1: thought you was talking about something else.
0: Speak for yourself, man.
1: I'm taller. I'm taller than ta- <laughs> ta- <I'm> ta- <laughs> tall everybody here. Is what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: All right, I'm going back into my show. Anyways, <laughs> he said I'm taller than everyone here, bro. How dare you flex like that? <laughs> You're lucky the camera's off.
2: I know. For, uh, I would have set up. Yeah, I was losing that battle.
0: <laughs> no, nah, but so yeah, scale of one to six. What do you guys give it? The movie in general.
2: Um I give it a taco that has a bite and a half out of it. So I'm looking at four and a half inches.
1: Ooh. All right. I see I feel you. I think I'm sticking around four to four seems like a good amount of scary for this. Um because when you kinda scale it down from like the ten to the sixth and you kinda gotta make a little bit of concessions, so I'll go with four. It's not a five to me.
0: Yeah, because um I feel like three means I'm indifferent to a movie. It means I'm not gonna rewatch it again but i didn't hate it and i think i'll go four with you guys because four i did enjoy this movie i would watch it again and in my opinion five means like nearly flawless but there's one thing that stops it six is you have no complaints oh, definitely. so i feel I, like four is a good spot for this
2: i got a question for you what movie have you would you rate a six six inches
0: uh, I'm a big fan of, like, I love found footage movies, so for me, like, the pinnacle of found footage is, uh, this movie called VHS okay. 2. Okay. 2? Yeah. Then I used to heard of VHS. VHS is, a, <laughs> you guys know what those are, right? What,
2: what, is, break it down for the younger kids, what a VHS <laughs> is, besides, a, like, a LOL or... We do gotta do all that, that, bro.
0: Nah, but it's, <laughs> uh, and it, you really are gonna have to do that at some point very soon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But now, so you guys have never heard of the VHS series? No. No. There's three of them. And what it is, it's anthology-styled found footage supernatural films.
1: Okay. I'm
2: going to check this out now.
0: And uh, the first one is very much amateur-amateur, very guerrilla-styled. I like it. I think it's dope. It has its shortcomings. But the second one I feel is, like I said, it's what I feel the pinnacle of what found footage movies are supposed to be. The production's a lot better the stories are crazy as shit i think there's like five short films and like i said they're all supernatural based found footage movies just Mm -hmm. different monsters spirits aliens everything in them oh shit fire
2: vhs series
0: vhs i got one that fucking
2: bookshelf i'm gonna uh, gonna, put that
0: in notes real quick yeah yeah but anyway so that's what i would call the six uh what do you guys got what are your favorites what would you call like a six for you guys personally
1: Dude, I'm personally not, like, a huge, huge, huge horror movie film, like, fan. Like, I'm not, like, someone who's diving into, like, the sequels of movies like that. But I guess, for me, like, I guess the generic one is one movie I just love. i watch over and over is Get Out. Like, oh, like, that's one of my favorite, like, horror films. Maybe not so scary, but it just, like, kind of leaves you, like, with that, like, feeling of dread. It was kind
0: of what I... You like movies that make you think.
1: like movies that make you think and movies that kind of leave you feeling, like hopeless in a way after you watch it
0: you should uh, watch this movie on um, it's on something called Tubi I think it's free it's called Uh The Lodge The Lodge it's very much so that's what my last podcast was and I explain how I, I appreciate those movies but I don't like them bro because they're so like hardcore into the metaphors and you're looking for imagery and stuff it's very frustrating to dissect those type of movies, but that's I think that's something you would like.
1: Yeah, it's not necessarily like just like a popcorn like where you just like get there and not pay attention and run to the bathroom real quick. You, gotta you definitely got to
0: like be on your shit watching this motherfucker. Present.
2: Uh, more of a, a slasher. For my favorite movies would be anything Rob Zombie directed with uh, fucking Halloween. And just slasher movies where you're getting stabbed 28 times.
0: So you like the effects and like the actual image yeah. of horror.
2: Um, But uh, another one is uh, 13 Ghosts really got to me for a very long time. Bro,
0: everybody our age, that's like the movie they go to. People that don't traditionally like watch scary movies even, they're like, bro, you got to do 13 Ghosts.
2: Yeah, 13 Ghosts got me when I was younger. I, that movie got me. <laughs>
0: Everybody's always gassed up about that. When they always talk about the uh, the jackal character, the one with the cage on their face. Have you seen Thirteen Ghosts?
1: Never seen it, man.
0: Ah, bro, I don't know if it holds up nowadays. That'd be fun. I haven't watched it since I was a kid because it scared me so bad. (laughs) Yeah, it was. uh...
1: I think like every generation kind of has like a movie that maybe isn't like an all timer like it's not like on the hall of fame pantheon level but then it's just one of those that it came out at the right time so like we like all are super aware of that movie because i have heard it 13 goes i just never seen it
0: mm-hmm. um it's up there with like the ring and shit like the ring yeah. is one of those movies that's very much so a time period movie i feel like because yeah. when tvs the box tvs and um it just it fit for that time period yeah. The ring yeah. was a
2: good
1: one. The ring was a good one. It may seem that 'cause we used to have the T V that you had to like turn on the cable box and then turn on like the TV to be on static mode for a second. And it'd be on mm-hmm. static. And every time you saw the static after seeing the ring, you're just like, Man, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but nah, so I feel like I feel like we've done this movie justice today. I think so. Yeah. For sure. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Usually, not usually, but the last couple episodes, I've had people on, like, plug and shit. <laughs> you guys don't have anything, right? I
1: don't got nothing to plug. Nothing to play?
2: Plug. Plug? Like, L- just a, do you, a, like
0: I had a dude that has a Twitch channel. One guy has his own YouTube channel.
2: Oh, uh, 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 Yeah, yeah. Actually, matter of fact, I would give myself a shout-out right here. Uh, I live stream. Uh, you can catch me out on Call of Duty or Madden. It's Chipotle, son. And it's uh, just spelled like Chipotle, son, but you capitalize the P-O-T because I'm a pothead. So it's Chipotle, <laughs> son. Um, though you you get- can catch me on Twitch and YouTube. Not really streaming much lately, but I will.
1: Yeah, get on there. You got the exposure here. Yeah. So.
0: I'm just saying, you might catch him, all right? You never know.
1: <laughs> just add him and see if he's on. Bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just add him and see if he's doing it yet. Yeah. <laughs> But no, so uh, make sure you guys check out Death Taco Podcast on all platforms. Spotify, Apple Music, Google, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Death Taco Pod. Um, Thank you, Nick, Calvin, for being here with me to talk about this movie. Uh, This has been the Death Taco Podcast.